Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Rob. And welcome to the Screen Bucket Podcast. The Marvel Mayhem Madness Special. Yes. We're joined this time by Dominica Moore and Matt Butler. Yeah. Yo. How's it going? Pretty good. How did you find the record? Yeah, it was really fun. It was good. It was what? Good. Good. It was good. Cool. 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 Um, so this time we thought we'd have a, a bit of a round table discussion about Marvel just because we were delayed on the end game review. Mm. And mm. yeah, we what did we discuss? Dominique. Well, we discussed solo films, what was our favourite, the best, the worst in the MCU, what people forgot about, and then we got we had a quiz. And we the big thing, we talked about Endgame. We did. We did a non spoiler discussion about which Endgame. was very hard very very hard but that restriction does not apply to the podcast wimp, wimp, wimp. this is a spoiler alert spoiler alert <laughs> that was a poor alarm sound I'm very sorry <laughs> um yeah so we're gonna be talking about spoiler Endgame discussion in this one mm-hmm. when we well uh, i'll put in a timestamp. No! Well, it's from 36 minutes and 18 seconds until one hour and 40 seconds i was gonna say- <laughs> he does. He does. It is true. We haven't got there yet. <laughs> oh, still like you, you said the spoiler warning, so I just thought I'd throw one in there. I'll put the spoiler timing so you can skip ahead, is what I was going to say. Yes, without further ado, let's get back into the radio show and we'll join you in a minute. Hollow Dell Media Screen Bucket with Adam and Rob. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Rob. And welcome to a very special Marvel Mania screen bucket. Was it Marvel Mania? I don't remember. Was it Marvel Mayhem? Or... Marvel... Stre- what? Marvel Madness? Screen Bucketeers Assemble? One of them. One of them. Anyway, regardless of what we called it, this is a special Marvel-y Avengery special show. Special. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said special... 15 times, that's oh. how special it is. So we're not going to be doing our normal thing today? No, and the reason why, do you remember the reason why? Because uh, Avengers came out. Because Avengers came out on the day of our last show, so we would have been two weeks late for the review. Yes. So we thought, <laughs> let's just do a whole show. So expect to hear lots of comic-y superhero chat, music from the films. Yeah, we're dispensing with the likes of Fortnite Schmore Night. Mm. We're just going to go all in on the superhero but if you're not a fan of Marvel, don't worry about a thing. I will be your ambassador of unrest. I'm not a massive Marvel fan, so I will be holding your corner. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the ones we hate as well. So yes. Yes. Join in. Join in with the hate. But anyway, we're not alone this time. This is even special a special episode. Really? Yes. Because we are to be joined by experts in the field. Really? Yes, I'm going to t- stick my sword in this big slot and twist it and summon through the rainbow's powers of unicorns. Jesus. You need to stop eating those things, man. No, the flips unicorns, they're great. Sponsors are wanted. But we are joined by the very special, literally special... <laughs> Look at your offended face. We're joined by Dominique Amore and... The drummer of Electric Black. Yeah. Matt Butler. Hey. Say hello, people. Howdy. How's it going? Come in, come in. Talk up, project your voice. Hi. Hi. 
thank you very much for having us on your show. Yeah, well, bullied into it. Yeah, a little bit. You found out I had a radio show and went, uh, when am I going to be on? Yeah, exactly. To talk about comics? I'm having none of it, mate. I want to be on this. <laughs> this is the one. So you're both uh, Marvel fans? Yes. Obsessively so? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'd say it's less of like a fandom and more of a profession for me. Hmm. So I live and breathe it. I, I love all of it because I have the comics and I watch the films and play the video games. So, Where I did it, it start? Did it start way back with the cartoons or did it start with comics or did it start with all of the movies coming out? Mine started with um, the X-Men 1992 series. That was some of the best theme music. Honestly, that was my ringtone for like a few years. Cool. Ish. Very cool. Is it? Yeah. All right. Much cooler than you. <laughs> so I, I'm, like, I'm a bit ashamed of this, but I only really came into it. I mean, I read the comics and I watched the cartoons and stuff, but um, I only really came into this whole MCU thing at the first Avengers film. Oh. I know, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Iron right Man didn't really tickle pickles and stuff. I mean, you are basically a fetus. Uh, yeah, yeah well, kind of. Because we watched Iron Man back in college, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think... Did we go to see the first one together? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I went backwards. I went. I started with the Avengers at the cinema, and then I went back and... Disgusting. I know it's wrong, isn't it? I don't know, I don't know why I did it, but... Yeah. The first one I watched was X-Men, which was, what, 2001? Oh, yeah. 2000? No, no. 2000, 2000, I think. 2000. Yeah. 2000. Yeah. I watched them, and I watched the Spider-Man films. It wasn't that fuss about the but, X-Men yeah, films. Yeah, they weren't. But Iron Man stood out because I remember when the first Iron Man came out, no one really expected it to be good. Mm. They all thought it'd be trashy, and well, I suppose the only comparison was Spider Man. That was cheesy and corny yeah. and dumb. I liked it though. Yeah, everyone did. Yeah. But it, that's what everyone thought of comic movies. Then Iron Man came out, and everyone thought, oh, it's good. Yeah, but it was like that Iron Man series was the one that kicked off Robert Downey Jr.'s career, like, properly. Well, because yeah, it makes him everyone know. It, it brought yeah. him back. He was pretty big before. Yeah, but he went down, like, quite after the a bit, first wave, yeah. Iron Man. Iron Man did it for him, and now he's known as Iron Man. Yes, he is Iron Man. He, well, he does so, so himself. Yes, he does. I remember that being a massive shock as well. Because superheroes in my head were always keeping it secret. Yeah. And then totally. right at the end of that... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the genius thing about that, though, is the fact that it does the whole I am Iron Man thing. You hear all the cameras click, and then it goes into Iron Man. Like, and oh, yeah. That whole transition bit was just fantastic. You walk but... out of that cinema grinning. It's also very funny as well. I don't well. know about that walking out of the cinema business. I had to what? watch it on DVD. Oh. Sad little potato. <laughs> Dominic, can you describe what the series was and how it became what we know it as today. Does that make sense? Yeah. So Avengers started off with, as we all just spoke about, Iron Man. That's what kicked it off. And then as we want to get to know the characters before they become the Avengers, you got like the solo series. So you got Thor, you've got Iron Man, you got Captain America and Incredible Hulk, which was played by Edward Norton, not mm. Mark Ruffalo. But then that changed, as we all know. So it brought in the story the depth of like how we get to know the characters and how we get to f- how they feel, so we kind of link to each other. Mm. And then um, once we've seen those solo stories, you get to see the actual film and how they're brought together and how everyone still wants to know what happened in Budapest with Black Widow and Hawkeye, because I still want to know. 
Yeah, I was wondering if that is going to be touched on in the solo film. Uh, oh, I think that's going to be the solo film. Do you reckon? So Hawkeye will be back in it. Yeah, I think it's going to be Ugh. either that or it's, good, or it's either going to be an origin story. Yeah. Mm. Or it's going to be the Budapest story. I really, really can't stand Hawkeye. I see. He's boring. No, he's not. There's see? a lot to him. Me, 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 me. Me, me. Good start. Yeah. Right then. So with Avengers Endgame, we realise there's a bit of a soft spot here for the spoilers. People are very wary these days. So we're going to be doing, uh, instead of our in-depth film discussion, we're going to be talking about Endgame without talking about spoilers, which is going to be tricky, but mm. we'll manage it. Mm. Um, tune in to the podcast for the spoiler edition. Ooh! Plot twist. Ah, too right. Uh, then we're going to go on to discuss kind of what Marvel are going to do after Endgame. And then what are we going to do, Rob? Uh, then we are going to talk about our favourites, and we're going to talk about our least favourites, ones which we thought was just completely ugh. Yeah. And then we're going to finish with... Uh, Dominic made us a quiz. <gasps> a quiz, a play-along quiz. Yeah. <gasps> so we've got to test our... Marvel knowledge. Marvel knowledge. Yeah. And I've what- already lost. I've already lost. You sure? Yeah. I'm not, I think you're more of a comic nerd. He's than I one. Am. Look at him with his little face. Oh, I'm on it. I'm the on goth it. crow. Ooh, and uh, kind of made his questions quite hard. So. Oh really? Some easy, some not. Uh, oh well. You have one message. Message one. Hello, Adam and Rob. This is Thanos. I'm sitting here in the garden on my lovely little farm. Um, I've just destroyed half of the population of the universe. I hope one of you is still alive. I do enjoy the show. Um, I've, I've, I've got to go so, so soonish. I've got these big plums to go pick. I'm going to make my big plum jam. Oh, it is so nice. Doodle pip. Okay, places, people, it's showtime. Does anyone know the motivation of my character? That's how I got the role in Jurassic Park. Before that, I was in a shampoo commercial. What? No sugar? I want sugar! Okay, okay, quiet on the set. We premiere in three, two, one. You're listening to Screen Bucket with Adam and Rob. So that was Dear Mr. Fantasy by Traffic. Traffic. Which is in Endgame, which is our... Topic now. Yeah. The non spoilery version. Non spoiler discussion about Endgame, which is gonna be tricky. Yeah. But still. Because there's lots of stuff happens in it. Lots of big things happen. Lots of big things happen. Although. No, I won't say anything yet. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so Avengers Endgame. This is the. What film number is this? This is 22. 22? Yeah, 22 Marvel films over this point. Over 12 years? It's insane. Uh, yeah, 11 years, I think. Now. 11 years. It was 10 years. It's when almost it was as long as Boyhood. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's kind of, they've been, they've had this egg under their butts since they uh, teased Thanos at the end of the first Avengers movie. So this has actually been in the sort of works for... I mean, when did Avengers come out? Was that 2011? 12. 2012? Yeah. So they've been working on this for a long time, up to this point. Yeah. I mean, Thanos was teased before then, I think. I'd say it's been in the pipeline since the end of Iron Man, with the whole Nick Fury 
when they yeah the, the, the Avengers initiative I think that they must have had an idea then but we first saw Thanos in was it Iron Man 2 I want to say or 4 or something there was one way we cut to like an asteroid and someone turned to me and went do you know who that was <laughs> I had no idea yeah, because it's like the side of his face. Yeah. You see the side of his face. Really slow reveal. Yeah, and incredibly pink. Yes. It was that like that was pre Josh Brolin as well, so yeah. he, and he, he looks really silly. Just CGI, I think, at that yeah. point. Mm. But yes, Avengers been in the pipeline for an awful long time. Uh this one follows on from the previous Avengers film, Infinity War, which was last twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Whoa. That was a long time ago. Yeah. It feels like shorter than that. Wait, what? No, I think it was 2018. It was 2018? It was. It was last year. It was not 2017. No. It was last year. I think it was set in 2017. Yeah, that's yes. But it was, yeah, it was definitely last year. Hmm. So, someone, tell me what happens. Right. Uh, so, it carries on exactly where Infinity War leaves off, which is what you want. From a part two yeah. of a story, ideally. Um, it's, it's quite difficult to go into anything about this film without revealing anything. Um, I don't know. It's, it... Shall we say, shall we go straight to, was it a satisfying conclusion? Yes. That's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. 80%. Put in a few tweaks, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I find interesting about this conversation is there's a lot of different opinions within this room. And yeah. It's, uh, so it'd be good to find out where everyone stands. I think my 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 overall impression was that Avengers Endgame did everything it needed to do, but lacked that fine polish that I would say even Infinity War had. Hmm. Infinity War, for me, as the complete circle, it was all there. This one kind of is a bit flaky on a few things. Do you know what it was for me? Time travel. I hate it. I hate it in everything. Because my brain starts asking questions. I can't switch it off. Mm. I think about it. And there's certain moments when people do stuff and I can't say. And you start to question. But if that changes then, then what happens then? Well, that's the, that's the interesting thing. I think going into Endgame, everyone kind of had an idea what they were going to do. And yeah. they did. Yeah. There was yeah. no like surprise there everyone kind of was aware that something would happen mm. but in regards to the rules and stuff they sort of make a point of it not they, it they're making their own rules yeah they, they even mentioned back to the future and mocked it didn't they they said oh, this you can't just re- read off rules from back to the future in yeah to so i think in this idea if you were to go back and kill yourself in the past you wouldn't be dead you just have created a new alternative universe yeah. where you didn't exist yeah. yeah so therefore the whole grandfather paradox just doesn't matter I just don't like it don't like it just don't, <laughs> don't like it, it. <laughs> don't like yeah. time travel I like time travel but it did feel a bit cheap like it skipped very quickly to that as well I mm. thought it missed mm. a lot of those building steps yeah what did you guys think about the very beginning are we allowed to talk about that with Hawkeye I would suggest no. 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 I would say that's too much. Oh, the bit with Hawkeye. That was no. because that could have been at the end of Infinity War. No, it wasn't. It could have, but it wasn't. It wasn't. And it was in Endgame. So it's a spoiler. It is a spoiler, and it's a suicide death you're asking for. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. You reckon are we talking, get that I don't think we're talking about the same thing. I think we are. I think we are. I think you, The if, picnic? Yeah. 
Yeah. You think that's a, that's surely everyone was aware that was going to happen no. at the end of the No one knew. Yeah. No one knew what happened to Hawkeye. So everyone at first assumed that Hawkeye in Infinity War Part One died, like with the rest of them. No one knew. So we can't really say. But we know he's in the film, so we know he was. He's wasn't. in the second one, but yeah, but he could have been. Can't say anything. I don't think this is spoiler territory. Where did you get these people from? I don't know. Get them out of your house. I don't know. Anyway. All right, we'll move past it then. I'm pretty sure it's fine to talk about. Okay. But it was good though, wasn't it? It was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I loved it. I Not love... as much as I loved the fact that you're going to get some angry tweets. <laughs> no, people don't care. I honestly, I did love it. But if you haven't seen it yet, bring tissues. Oh, yeah. Definitely bring tissues. Good heavens. Eh. Not a dry eye in the house in my in my. Cinema. There were two very dry eyes in my mouth. <laughs> Jesus. No, honestly. It's your cinema snack, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otter's noses. Otter's noses. Wolf nipple chips. Mm. Got a packet of dry no, eyes. I, I didn't. I didn't feel anything. You're cold I felt, hearted, I felt a little why. bit bored. You're soulless. No, but you say this. I wept like a baby at the end of Stan and Ollie and Wild Rose. I got a bit weepy at this. I just didn't care. Well, that's because you just don't care, though. Yeah. Well, maybe. There's, there's, there's like a level to it where I think if it's not your thing entirely, then you're not 100%. If you're not 100% invested into it, I mean, you're not going to get the emotional feels from it. How are you for Logan? I was quite bad at the end of Logan. Oh, I was bad at the end. I was terrible. Yeah, yeah, that was... But there's a few moments. There's a... So I watched the film with. Uh, with Matt and Dominique. Yeah. Mm. And I could hear Dominique crying the entire way through. <laughs> and when the credits rolled, I turned to him and went, all right, calm down, he, snippy. He was heartless. <laughs> I'm more invested than anyone. Aww. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care. But there was definitely, there's a couple moments when, you, the, in your words, Matt, the audience popped. Oh, yeah, for real. It was great. Oh, I think I know the bit you're talking about. No, you you haven't, haven't had that before. Uh, no, it's the first time I've been in a cinema. But this, the thing ever? is, uh, yeah, <laughs> ever. Never been in a cinema in my life. DVDs with you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just I can't get over them. But it was the first time I've been in a cinema with a room full of people where it's there have been scenes where there are there's audio from the audience, and I've never had that experience before. So for me, it was quite thrilling to to be like around people who were feeling the same thing I was feeling. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right. How do you feel when you shred tears as well? I wasn't alone on this. Oh uh, no, you were not alone. <laughs> I admittedly cried like three times. Yes. Um, yes. Good. Yeah, for real. For real. You're pathetic. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, disgusting. <laughs> yeah. But it's it. There was there were moments that really hit. I me mean, up. there was a bit when you squeed. I squeed. Yeah. I'm not uh, going to say what I squeed no, to until you know. Even more than the big thing, there was a little thing that happened. And you oh went, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for real. And like, if you want to know what I squeed over, listen to the podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> As I will say what I squeed over, but I did squee. It was weird. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the, a lot of people talking about the runtime. Mm. So yeah. just over three hours. Had to pee. People were moaning early in the year because there was that hoax about there being a uh, intermission. An intermission, yeah. Minutes, yeah. yeah. Um, but an hour and a half through that film, if you've got a large coke or whatever, you're going through. You're going through a wee. Yeah. No, no, right. This might just be me. I've never had that issue. Well, I remember Mr. when... Mr. Strong Bladder over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When Lord of the Rings was out, I remember distinctly I did have the issue, but it was where, whenever the elves were on screen. Really? Whenever the elves you. turn up, I went, oh, God. There's I remember peeing in two towers when they got to Rohan. See, I, I've never left the screening either. 
No. But this is the thing. When the elves on screen only needed a Wii, that never happened in Endgame. There was never a, a moment where you went, oh, this is the bit I could do. That's the thing. That's what I loved about it was the fact that it was it had this length to it that not every film has. But there wasn't a moment in it that wasn't worth watching. Like, within the whole entire story of well, everything that's been built. Certainly what helped the runtime, I thought, was that it's broken up into chapters. Yeah. Almost. Because mm. it's following different people doing different things. And that sort of helped it move along a bit. I did feel it was starting to drag as, mm. uh, towards the end. I didn't get that at all. No? No, I don't no. think I did either. I didn't even realise how long the film was. It I was didn't. like, I was there, it started, and then it ended, and For me, I didn't feel any different. With the Marvel films, I always get bored with the fight scenes, <gasps> with all of them. I can get that. I, I can get that. I love the fight scenes. But it's just... So when there was a... Towards the end, there's a there's a larger than normal one, and that's the point I was like, all right, come on now, let's get moving. Yeah, but that's weird, though, man. That's, <laughs> that should be the moment where you're like, I'm so hyped. And the fact that you were like... Oh God! I like the character moments. It's what you call a nostril flam moment when a character does a cool fight move and it goes all slow mo, and you're like, "Yeah, that's cool." Yeah, you don't get that? No, you don't get it. That's the bit I get bored at. No soul. No, I like the story. I like the emotional connections, the character arcs. Mm. Oh, don't look at me like that. Mm. You didn't cry, so you can't say that. Yeah, because you're pathetic. (laughs) You're just wrong. Well, I mean, there's only one bit that would have made me sad. I just made that up. I just made that up to fit in. (laughs) There's no bits I cared about because the the bit I I, the bit that most people were upset about was like obvious. I thought it was going to come anyway. If it's who I'm thinking about and you're thinking about, then yes, it was kind of obvious. Yeah. But there was one that was not obvious, and I did not expect. Oh, but it dragged on. Oh, we'll talk about that more in the spoiler <laughs> section. Yeah. What does everyone think of Thanos as a villain? I love him. Josh Brolin. He's mm. so good. And he does cable, so you know. Josh yeah. Brolin's going in for it. I do have a slight issue with Thanos, though. Mm. Is that, um, I, for me, watching Infinity War, he was my favourite character. Mm-hmm. Everything about his story, everything Completely about agree, what yeah. he did was fantastic. Yeah. And you it, it's like that was it in that sense if you know what i mean because like it's like it being the end game and the snap happened that's his bit do you know what i mean and like that's the thing with infinity war i cared more about thanos than any of the other characters mm. he was the one i sympathize with that drops off in this one in Endgame. it and then i sort of lose the connection and i no longer care about him because it's just not the same kind of role in the film because he had, he had an interesting purpose in infinity war there wasn't just justice you know it wasn't just a bunch of heroes trying to save the day he had an angle well he was... had an arguably good angle yeah there was i mean there's a subreddit called our oh, thanos did nothing wrong <laughs> and yeah, and, but know, people agree with him thing is i agree more with gamora because it's coming from being ban- abandoning your family to being forced to be raised under Thanos, and and as I can say this because it's even I can't speak English. <laughs> Infinity War Part One. On I know. <laughs> <laughs> but in Infinity Part One, we know Gamora dies because of Thanos sacrificed her. I thought, what? what well, that was that was shocking, mm. and Thanos felt bad about it. That's why I really liked. Oh, Thanos! That's what. That's what. 
makes him such a unique villain character mm. is that it, it's the first time I've seen a villain in a film like this where I've been like, I totally see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, totally. Everything that you're doing and like the reasoning behind it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And that's the first time with a Marvel film or anything like that where I've actually felt... Well, Marvel, right. before this, Marvel had the issue of it being the same, like, big fight at the end, lasers shooting to the sky, everyone dies, hero wins. Yeah. That was like the formula that DC slipped in, into as well. Yeah. The swirling trash portal. Yes. Yeah. Or someone tries to change the earth. Yeah. That sort of thing happens all the time. And then when the big bad appeared in Infinity War, he didn't do any of that. That's why it stood out again. Because like, oh. And you know he's serious from the get-go. Oh, yeah, totally. Within the first five minutes of Infinity War. Yes, yes. You know exactly what he's about. And I don't like the first five minutes of Infinity War. That's right, you're allowed to be It's the alien squared problem. What's that? Alien (laughs) squared. When you just get to know all these characters and go, oh, what a great ending of the film, aliens. They They go off, they show off, everyone's happy. And then they're all dead. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's exactly what happened at the beginning of Infinity War. But that's what's good about it. It's the fact that it makes you go, remember all them happy people from Ragnarok? Yeah. Who were on that... You remember how they're going to go and start their new life? Uh, we changed that. Yeah. Because this guy's here now, and he means business. That, ooh, there's one thing, though. At the beginning of Infinity War, there's someone I thought was dead who turns up as a comedy sidekick for, like, one scene in Endgame. Yes. That was interesting. I mean, where? how could he have possibly survived? Maybe because he, he's made of rocks, it doesn't really... Did he just really... hide or something? Yeah, I don't think he died at all. No, I'm... Well, maybe he didn't. But I was very happy to see him back. Oh, yes. 100%, yeah. 100%. Four? Four? Four <laughs> being There's kids calling me a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, of all the characters, I think four's the best. Agreed. Are we talking Endgame? Or are we We're talking, talking Endgame. Endgame. In, in general. Mm. Endgame, yeah. Let's talk oh. Endgame. Okay. And the other one as well for me is Captain America, who I never liked until the first Avengers. Because mm. he was the only one for me who was being a hero. Mm. Yeah. Because he was the only one talking to the police and working out evacuation and all this stuff. And so from that moment on, ooh, he's actually a hero. And four is the comedy. Oddly hero, enough. Which I love. This is the... F- this film is the time I've most liked Rocket Raccoon. Ratchet? Rocket Raccoon. Ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank? No. Yeah. There was something... He wasn't in so much comic relief. He was kind of a bit more supportive and less of a douchebag. There was some growth there. Yeah, I know what you mean. He was, he's quite... Um, Maybe it's because he was in there from the start. He had a part to play. He's quite down to earth as well. Yeah. yeah. But what I love is Bradley Cooper voicing him. He just <laughs> he just fixed the part. Because of all the voice actors for Rocket... Uh, Bradley Cooper's the best one. Yeah, I. It's an interesting choice because I'd never choose him out of a lineup if I thought. And then no. you, you hear it, and then it works really well. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who I didn't like in this film? Go on, Captain Marvel. Oi. Just smug, just smug and flying. It's not even that. They, the Russo brothers, who we haven't even said, directed the film. Oh yeah, the Russo brothers directed the film. Who <laughs> really good? They obviously didn't know what to do with her. Yeah, because mm. I always thought she was going to be like really yeah, hyped me too. up. Me too. Well, I liked her in the first segment she's in and yeah. then she just disappears yeah this Poochie is goes back to her home planet you know it just disappears that's a point I want to get into a bit deeper mm. that can't be done now okay but yeah Captain Marvel is a big point to me it's complete, completely wasted character and I don't get it they mm. made such a fuss about it yeah. yeah they did 
It's like, I don't know, it feels feels like they took her back out, almost. So they probably change their mind and go, actually, nah, we'll do this instead. Well, there's been a lot of real-life stuff going on with uh, Brie Larson, so maybe that had an impact. I maybe. don't know. Perhaps. I would get the impression that they probably did all the filming and stuff mm. before Well, yes, the uh, drama. It just seems weird. It just seems weird. Did no. you see Captain Marvel? Couldn't be bothered. What sort of person are you? Couldn't be yeah. bothered. Do you hate women? I hate women. I really <laughs> hate women. Black Widow, see you later. Not going. Blacklisting. Women, you can avoid this man for all costs. <laughs> God, those women and their like bad films. <laughs> I want to tell you my favourite character. Go from on. Endgame. Okay. A lot of people seem to be forgetting Bruce Banner. In Endgame. Uh, I'm saying Bruce Banner. Yes. 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 With massive quotation. Massive green quotation Biggest marks. quotation marks ever. But yeah, killer. Absolutely killer character. I prefer to be Magnumark. But then I prefer everything in Magnumark, so mm, I can't really yeah. talk. But uh, yeah, it felt, felt weird. There it's going to feel weird, though. It's supposed to feel weird. So. You know what I mean? Well, I find hard to decide who my favourite character is, because I, I quite liked a few, like, like Ant-Man. He was cool. You'll see him. He's in the trailer, so you can I can say that. that. I was too scared to say in the spoiler. So. <laughs> Ant-Man, because he, he just come out with the most realist parts when you're just agreeing with him going, yeah, why don't you just do that? Yes, Ant-Man, he has the human role. He has the reactions to people. Like when two people turn up mm. and he's just he's trying to eat a taco. And, oh, yeah. You know, moments like that are really nice. Apart from one bit... Oh, this is intense. Oh. Go on. Really, genuinely couldn't stand that Ant Man comedy scene. Oh yeah, you really that really. I've been going on about it yeah. for three days. There's a sequence when they keep trying something. Oh really? I thought that was cringe. Mm. Oh, I thought that was Pure funny. Cringe. I nothing to. I didn't hate it or like it. It felt like oh, this is forced in. Right. Did you not have that? It's a bit no. of a dumb joke. It's just the dumb joke that's got stretched out. That's the that's yeah. my problem with it. The dumb joke's fine. I'm in the same but... boat. I'm in the same boat as Rob. It's just nothing. It's just like yeah. another. Oh, I really bothered me. You know what I mean? It's just like. Nah. But you're not fully invested like we are. That's probably why you, it bothers you. Look at you, you cult. It's a bloody cult opposite me. Marvel, all your dark Marvel, hair. Marvel. <laughs> We're all gonna drink the Marvel flavor Kool Aid. That'll be bright green. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've been waffling for ages. What's going on? We have, yeah. So that's twenty minute conversation right there. Nice. Any final final bullet points? Must watch. I'd say so. I'd say as a Marvel fan, if you're a Marvel fan and you've watched all of the other films, you have to go and see this one. Mm-hmm. This, this is like it's. You know, it would be a very strange decision not to see it. 100, percent yeah. Mm-hmm. I think go yeah. see it in cinema. Well, yes, actually, yes, mm. that's a very good point. Don't watch it on DVD. Go and experience it. it. Okay, well, here's my review. Adam's film reviews: Avengers Endgame, 2019. Realized I loved you. I know I said no more surprises, but I was really hoping to pull off one last one. The world has changed. None of us can go back. All we can do is our best. And sometimes the best that we can do is to start over. 
they should move on. Some do. Directed by Anthony and Joe Rosso, Avengers Endgame is the follow up to Avengers Infinity War and the final chapter in the epic 22 film Infinity Saga of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. By now, it's hard to imagine a world without Marvel comic book characters dominating the box office. So much so I suspect even my mum knows the hype around Endgame. Much like the westerns of the 60s and 70s, comic book movies are the bread and butter of most cinemas, and it's hard to argue with their appeal. In Avengers Endgame, we're ushered straight back into the story following 2018's Infinity War, where the heroes... lost. Big time. By the time we catch up with the likes of Captain America 4 and Iron Man, they're in a bad way. When they're reunited, there's little to hope for but to get on with their lives. Except, maybe not. Since the events of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man has been trapped in what's called the Quantum Realm, a place where time works very differently. Recovered by a chance encounter with a rat, Ant-Man tracks down the remaining Avengers and he has a plan. A wibbly wobbly timey plan that I don't really have the patience to explain right now. In essence, the Avengers plan to undo their failure, not by directly reversing the events of Infinity War, but to instead use the power of the Infinity Stones to sort of create a new future, one where everyone is invited to the party. I'm doing well on this spoiler-free thing, right? What follows is a series of short bursts of action, following multiple characters as they explore their back catalogue of films, sidestepping and working behind the backs of their past selves in an effort to create a brand new timeline. Unfortunately, their meddling creates a whole new, yet very familiar, evil on the world. With a quite surprising mix of heist movie, comedy, deep character moments and the standard signature brainless violence, Avengers Endgame quite literally has it all. The lengthy runtime is easily forgotten with so much going on, and barring one cringeworthy scene, it's full of quotable gags and sharp one-liners. Now, I'm not exactly a huge fan of these films, but but I can absolutely agree that Endgame ticks every single box. It does everything that it needed to do to complete the series and provide a satisfactory conclusion. Except, I don't know. I felt like it tried very hard to keep pushing the emotional envelope, even when it wasn't welcome. Okay, yes, I admit it clearly worked on the sobbing audience around me, but I just felt like it was trying too hard to be sentimental, while rushing through to get to the next plot point elsewhere. I'm also not going to explain what happens at the end, but the big bad in this film, I don't know, he felt cheap to me. Like we'd lost the heart and soul of what made Infinity War so great. And I think I would have just preferred the whole film to be one big heist movie. But hey, it's pretty clear that's just me. Overall, yes, Endgame is exceptional, as all MCU films have proven to be. But was it the best film ever? Nah, it wasn't even the best Marvel film. But it did what it set out to do, and I can't fault it for that. I'd say go see it, but... Judging by the box office, I have a feeling you've probably already been. I like this one. 
Stream Market on Nofat FM. Beep R. Spoilers be incoming, lads. Skip ahead to one hour and 46 seconds to avoid hearing anything you don't want to hear. Welcome back to the podcast, chaps. And now we're getting all spoiler on you. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so it's all, we're going to hear it all. All the bits, the beginning, the end, the middle. We're going to go in, go in hard. Mm. Like Thanos' glove. Oh, good save, man. <laughs> Into his own... So, what's... Yeah, so, we, um, yeah, so. Well, yeah, so Avengers Endgame. So we've talked vaguely about how we felt about it in the radio show that we've just heard. Um, so, yes, spoilers. What do we think of what happened? Do you want me to start? Well, yeah, Dominic, do you want to just tell us kind of what happens, really? Do you want to run the short one or the... Uh, uh, whatever you want. All right. So it starts off Tony Stark. Tony Stark basically gives it away that he's going to eh, die because he gave away his dead speech. And then we build over to what happened with everyone else. Oh, we finally find out where Hawkeye is, by the way. And mm. it wasn't, I was not really bothered, to be honest. No, me neither. Hawkeye. Hawkeye I really like that scene. I really like that I really like that scene. It was really well done. I thought, I thought they... Well, the thing with that is Hawkeye's out of it. He doesn't care. He's retired. Mm. And he's like, this isn't affecting me. I'm not a part of this anymore. I'm not fat- fighting the badlies anymore. And then his entire family... And gets. then he goes on a murderous running spree. Like, hey, but hey, let's go whoa, and kill everyone. Whoa, whoa, slow roll. <laughs> you slow That's moral. like half an hour into the film. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, basically in the trailer. What Hawkeye does really well is that he's the human character at this point so he actually has a family mm. so does Ant-Man yeah but so does Ant-Man no one cares about Ant-Man Hawkeye is like retired and out of it and this just happens so he doesn't know what's even going on I care about Ant-Man I do too I Paul Rudd hasn't doing that aged film. no he hasn't Paul Rudd's just like immortal mm. he gets better with age Paul he Rudd. does but Avengers Endgame kicks off as Avengers Infinity War ends mm. and everyone's very, very miserable. We see... We, Iron Man and Nebula. Well, we catch up with... Well, they're stranded. But we mm. catch up with Captain America, who's shaved off his beard. And that glorious beard. Black Widow is taking is taking control of S.H.I.E.L.D., I guess? Yeah. Or just the Avengers? Just the Avengers. Captain America's doing self-help groups because um, yeah. he's trying to still do his bit. Captain Marvel goes and rescues Iron Man from the you know, womb of space, mm. takes him back. And at that point, they create a plot to get Thanos and get the Infinity Stones back. At which point, they go there, they catch him, they interrogate him, and Thanos tells him, I've destroyed the Infinity Stones and that's done. You can't get them back, they're dust. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then for in his, his rage for not manage, managing to uh, defeat Thanos in the Infinity War, just kills him. Went for the head. Just goes for the head. Mm. Like he said he would. And yeah, and it's sort of that. It's quite in the audience. It felt like everyone deflated a bit. At that I point. didn't. I thought it was a perfect start because that was the one bit in the film, if anything, that made me go, "Oh, mm. this is different." Yeah, Not that different. To be honest, like well, I don't, I, see. For me, it was one of those where when will he do it? It's that you expect this whole film. To be a big build-up to the death of Thanos. Yeah. It happens within five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was so cleverly done to just be like, killed him. Yeah. Figure it out now. I mean, what it does do is it, it 
then we get five years later, and I'm not a fan of five years later as a as an oh, idea. I do like a time jump. See, I would have preferred it if it started five years later, mm. and then they and they do it kind of. Then. The only the only bonus with the five years later is then we get they all fracture again. Mm. That's when Captain America starts mm. his self help things. Four is just gone. It starts a new Asgard. Yes, yeah. in and Norway, and yeah. he ignores his workout regime. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about Fat Four? Yes. Yeah. He's the best version of Four we've ever got. 100%. He's a proper Viking. He's good, yeah, he's good, but he's not the best. No. He's He's lost it at this point. He's he's gained weight, he's drinking beer all the time with Korg and... Meek. Is that his name? His name's Meek. The little yeah. grub. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> but he's rocking his big beard again and his long hair, which I think some missed. And there was, was there a gasp? Or did I imagine that when we saw him again? It was a laugh. Yeah, yeah. It was just a laugh. It was one of those things where it's, nobody saw that coming. No, no. Not a single person saw that coming. And then when it happened, it's like, oh my God, they 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 did that. Oh, in fact, I think I heard you, Dominique, say, oh my God, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, it was so unexpected, but I absolutely loved it. Chris Hemsworth, honestly. Because before we, the film started, we had Chris Hemsworth... Um, Workout advert, yeah, which yeah. I think we all seen. And when we come to see four, like completely <laughs> overweight, we were just, I was just like, oh my god. Mm. <laughs> he becomes uh, the dude, as pointed out in my moment. I, I, that, love, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I laughed out loud at that. Yeah, I was thinking same. It. Yeah. same. That's a good, that was a great reference. There's, mm. there's, a, there's a fair few in that that really made me laugh. Yeah. It's got, like, it does have some one, I mean, standout moment for me. I was talking about nostril flare moments. Mm hmm. Captain America gaining the honour, the uh, building the sort of ability to lift Thor's hammer himself. Oh, yes. oh, God. I have to talk amazing. about that. It was oh. amazing. And me and my brother both went, oh my God! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. yeah. What's your opinion, Adam? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. All fanboys, I think, pretty much fanboyed hard on that. Yeah, I, I sort of saw it coming. I wasn't that amazed by it. What I would have liked is if Thanos picked it up, because that would have really mixed things up. Yeah. he's worthy why is he worthy because he's like what's like we talked about in the on the radio show we kind of i kind of supported thanos mm-hmm. um but that's the thing so thanos from infinity wars dead at this point yes yeah they then work hatch a scheme to go back in time to get the stones to undo it mm-hmm. yeah but got to mention it's because of ant-man because of Ant-Man, because he comes back and yeah. he has the technology to go into the quantum realm. It's the quantum, quantum realm. realm. Yeah. And the only reason he comes back is because a rat presses some yeah. buttons. Yep. So the rat is actually the big hero. Yeah. Yeah. It's Without like that, the rat. It's like the gunner in the Star Destroyer in the first uh, Star Wars. Yeah. If he shot down that escape pod, the droids would never have got the plans to Obi-Wan. Mm. 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 That's it. The gunner saved... Many of them. Butterfly yeah. flaps its wings on one side <laughs> of the planet. <laughs> um, so yes, Ant-Man cracks the scheme. They team up with, this is what you were hinting at in the show. Yeah. Dr. Hulk. Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk. <laughs> which is, that is one of my favourite shock moments. Because I absolutely love Professor Hulk in the comics. It's mm. one of those things, you, it, but as soon as it came around, I was like, this is brilliant. It's like brains meeting brawn. Yeah, that's awesome, mm. and to see that, like, put to cinema was just amazing to me. Yeah, and there was a, a, a moment I liked when they, so they work out a time thing and they jump around through all the different films, which is a nice little uh, reflection on the the series. 
But they go back and Professor Hulk has to blend in. Oh, yeah, that's great. So he just starts <laughs> pretending to be the Hulk from the first Avengers. Yes. He's just walking around going, Roar! <laughs> so it's that where he like, picks up the bike and lightly puts it yeah. down. It's, like, oh, it's just great. Like... I like when he throws a little dab out for those kids as well. Yes. He's like, duh? Yeah. Oh, that, see that... Ant-Man, there's a lot of comedy with Ant-Man, and that's one that worked for me. Yeah. Hey, do you, want a, do you want a picture of me? Who are no. you? Yeah. Ant-Man. Ant <laughs> that, that's the thing I like about that joke, is the fact that it's not Hawkeye anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's always Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. It's like the, the Avenger who weren't necessarily needed. Mm -hmm. But now that's Ant-Man. And yeah, it's yeah. like, that's cool. I like but that. he's the human character, like, well, I suppose like Hawkeye, although he becomes the, the anti-hero Batman-y man. Oh, Hawkeye becomes Ronin. Is that what he which is? Which is a character from the, yeah, he goes... Full okay. Ronin in, in this, which is really cool, but it's too short. Yeah, I short. just it's just I don't, it's hunting triads, wasn't it? Yeah, I uh, and it was like one long shot. Yeah, I mean really that was cool. Awesome. That, that was cool. Yes, that that's the interesting thing about this one as well, because there's so many characters. There's every type of tone that they've ever done, because mm. they've all broken into chapters where they're going off in their own way. So you've got the comedy of four, mm. you've got the badassness of the team up of Hawkeye and Scarlet mm -hmm. which what no Scarlet Johansson Black Widow, Widow. Widow yeah. yes um, then you've got the I suppose the regular heroes of Iron Man Captain America mm -hmm. sort of, that's, the, that's the sort of standard Avengers vibe but Nebula you've also got this as well. yes yes right so that's because of their time meddling they caused a problem oh they did yeah, got really bad Wi-Fi signal, didn't she? Yeah. Set off another nebula. That was interesting. Yeah. That I... felt a bit left field and I quite liked it. It was. It was a it really... was something that you wouldn't expect. So the nebula, because she's cyborgy, sets off the past nebula, mm. alerting Thanos to the whole thing. Mm. Old Thanos. That's when the new villain comes in, which is the old Thanos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really bizarre to try and explain it. Because they're using the time travel thing. Yeah. It's very difficult to say, like... Oh, but this is like the old Thanos. Well, the, so, yeah, so that's that's the way of putting it. So there's the old Thanos who's still hunting the stones, then finds out that there's time travel people getting the stones mm. in I one place. I am inevitable. Yes. As he says. So he leaps forward in time to grab the stones himself, mm. ahead, skipping the Infinity War version of him. It's kind of rewinding character development. Yeah, that's what I felt. Mm. That's the thing. Thanos from the Infinity War was an interesting character. Thanos from the past was just a stock villain. Yeah. He didn't care about um, the daughters, really, because he, in the end, you know, in Infinity War, we found out he actually truly loves Gamora. Mm -hmm. mm. But 2014 mm. version of him... Just doesn't... Just doesn't care. And he's also super-powered. Yeah. There's a thing that... During the big fight scene, he takes on every single Avenger at one point and beats them all. For Iron Man and Captain America, they all come out of the ruins yeah. headquarters, don't they? Face off with him, and he kicks the living daylights out of him. When in Infinity War, Iron Man almost beat himself, just on his own. Because I think that there's a thing with that where it, it's the specific time and specific situation... As to why, because they're just, they're three superheroes who were going after a guy who beat the living life out of Hulk. Mm. And it's not, um, I think it's one of those things where when you see it in Infinity War and you see the situation where it's Star-Lord, Spider-Man, 
Iron Man, Doctor Strange. Yeah. They all have these different medals of powers that, when together, work to be able to control them, uh, to yeah. control Thanos. But, for, but like, Thor's super-powered in the present day. Yeah, but it, say, say uh, for an example, uh, you've got Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America. They come out of the ruined building, yeah. and they've got Mantis with them. Mantis would have the ability to slow him down, get in his head. Okay. Whereas they don't have anything like that. They're just sort of powers and... Hits. I still think he's... He's way overpowered. He I was like... I was expecting Captain Marvel to to defeat yeah. him because you know OP versus OP, you kind of was hoping to see that quite well, more of a battle. But then it was just like, oh, that's it. So yes, Captain Amer- Captain Marvel. Let's right. talk about her. Oh, so she turn she turns off at the beginning. She saves Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She takes him back. She says, "I'm going to kill Thanos." Yep, and that's a big plan. And she she manages it. She tackles him in the in the opening scene. Yep. In the opening scene. But then she just disappears. She just, pop you go. Well, she does. So, I mean, it's a good excuse. She says you're not the only planet with problems. I, I like the idea behind that, but mm. it just seemed weird. Yeah, because she's like, you're going to say you're going to kill him. Kill him. And make hmm. sure he's dead. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's that thing. Because she's she says, up. Um, there's a moment where, uh, just after she said about the... Um, there are other planets yeah. who have more problems. There's also that bit where she says, like, no other planet has you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's that whole thing where she's like, oh, there are other people who need help. Uh, it's going to be all right for now. Yeah. I'll be back later. I mean, does that mean we're going to see more of that? That would be interesting, Captain Marvel 2. To see oh, her. She does in yeah, between. Yeah, yeah that, which is probably the plan. Yeah, it just felt weird. But then she comes back. So the final bit. There's a whole bit where they, they have the stones again. Iron Man somehow builds a replica gauntlet it's out of Earth technology. Mm. And he basically saves the day. And then Captain Marvel turns up. Yeah, and she's... Oh, no, she, sorry. Captain Marvel turns up, does a whole big thing. Saves Peter Parker. Deus Ex Machina, she destroys the big ship, and then he clicks. So what was the point of her? Well, I think it was... Distraction. Uh, yeah, the thing is, is that it, it it was the ship that's the issue because it was the ship that all of the they had all the guns, hailing all the missiles up. down. Yeah, yeah. Things yeah. we saw in First Avengers Assemble. Mm. Yeah, remember that's yeah, that's true. And there's um that it's that whole like you say like the OP thing, mm. like she gets head butted by Thanos and doesn't even blink. Yeah, I really did like that scene. Yeah, and I, like it's one of those. I don't know, it's weird to describe. But like you say, she's just a a reason mm. for this all to end. Do you know what I mean? There's no real reason for her being in the film other than let's blow up the ship. It's just weird. Because the way that Infinity War ended, it was like, ooh, mm. that's going to be the way that... So-. Like, I assumed that she would somehow be involved in resolving the situation. But... I thought she'd be an Avenger. Well, yeah. Me too. But she wasn't. She was a silent character doing her own thing. Yeah. So, uh, deaths. Big deaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, free spring to mind Black Widow Iron Man and Cap who we assume is just going to die because he's done now Chris Chris uh, Evans has signed off well yeah but his death's he's not really dead though he retired he, he wrote that open letter saying uh, thank you very much to all the fans this is me signing off I'm done with Captain America yeah but he's tired but the thing is in comics that actually happened he went to Old Man Rogers and then that's yeah. when Falcon takes over and in the comics, him and Bucky takes over. So why did... I love Bucky. Why did Bucky not get the... Sh- because get I think 
he's at not the moment, military. He's not military. Right. So he's a criminal. He chose, he's, well, he's he, a criminal yeah. he chose Falcon. But Sebastian stands signed, signed a contract for nine years. So, you know, we could yeah, see Bucky in evolving right now, into Captain America. In the MCU, ah. it doesn't make sense to have the Winter Soldier as Captain America. No. Because yeah. everything that we've seen about him so far is that he's an issue. He's yeah. a criminal. He's uh, got all this mind thing. Whereas, like, uh, Falcon has always been Cap's, by Cap's side. Yeah. He's always been the guy who's yeah. listened to what Cap's got to say. He, he's the best, but it's you said something earlier. It's a really valid point, which is he has no powers. Oh, yeah. He'll just die. Like, he's not a super soldier. No, he's not. He's just no. a bloke with a shield. And that's sort he's just going to get shot. And wings. He's, I don't think he's going to last long as Captain um, America. It will definitely be Bucky. Or they may, if Chris Evans ever wants to return, please return. <laughs> he'll, he'll go back to being um, Captain America, uh, Steve Rogers. Uh, do you know what I would like to see? What? I'd like to see the moment that Steve Rogers, Captain America, meets the Red Skull again. Oh, yes, that was what I was going to mention. What? That would have been cool. I like what they did with the whole... Um, I liked it. The, the Hawkeye, Black Widow thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It would have been cool if it was Captain America who went there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh my God. Yeah. You're the Red Skull. We were saying with uh, the other day, I think, if you take the Soul Stone from there, you have to give a life. Mm-hmm. You have to sacrifice mm. someone you love. If Cap goes and gives that back, can you just say, can I have Black Widow back, please? Is yeah. Right? Can I have her back? There's that, there's also back only if he loves her. He does, I think. As a friend. Mm. Friend I love. Is they were going to show off as a, the romance in Winter Soldier. Remember? Yeah. And not to mention, in that five-year time jump, they're, the only, really one, they're the only two still really communicating. In the... And the closeness they have. Yeah. Oh, because I was shipping him so hard because comics. Because yeah. they weren't together in the comics. Really? Yeah. Mm. There's, a few bits that, there's a few bits that do point towards stuff that's happened in the comics you don't want to go on too much about the comics because no. there's a lot of people who don't read necessarily comics. read it but they watch the films and stuff mm. but there's uh, like there's a subtle bit between uh, War Machine and Captain Marvel where they're both holograms and, and she says look after yourself oh yeah because yeah. Mm. they hook up in the comics they're, oh, like, really? they're like an item in the comics really which I, it's one of those things it's so subtle but if you know that you're like yeah. oh I see where this is going that's yeah, awesome yeah, yeah. them two banging oh for real screen. Yeah, he's mm. one lucky War Machine Mm. Yeah. Now the one bit we also mentioned in the discussion, the moment you squeed. Oh, I squeed. Could you tell us about what happened? Right. So, I made a noise <laughs> uh, that I have never made before. <laughs> Adam looked at me like I was crazy or something. But it was when Spider-Man activated his instant kill. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yes. god! I've never made a noise like it. It was just. It was that moment. It was. Perfect cinematography where he's just lifted off the floor and all these arms are going. Like, ding, 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 ding. It was, like, was awesome. Oh, it's so good. Uh, honestly, it's my favourite part. Of the <laughs> other than other than um, the the Milner with Captain America, yes, because that was the pop we were talking about. Oh. Yeah. where it was like that's the first time I've ever heard people in the cinema make that much noise. But it was yeah. like, oh my god, what just happened? Yeah, great, massively. absolutely great. Yeah, Spider Man instant kill. It was just very satisfying to watch. It was satisfying. Yeah, I want an hour and 45 minutes of Spider-Man doing that. <laughs> yeah. That's all I want. It would be the most satisfying film ever. Loot the clip. Yeah, oh, yeah I will. Well I, well, I think we talked about earlier was about what's next for Marvel. When I'm mentioned in Guardians of the Galaxy, I can finally say this now. Mm. Oh. oh, 
when we see uh, Peter Quill like searching for Gamora because we all know she they've time travelled and we've got the 2014 version in the 2017 yep. timeline mm. now. He's searching for us. So I'm so going to believe that the <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be based on where is Gamora. It'd be interesting to see because James Gunn also would be picking that up where they left off. And it'd be, he doesn't strike me as the type who would necessarily... Um, follow them necessarily do you know what I mean? yeah but if, if he's lost on one of the major characters he's gonna have to figure out a way how to bring her back and how to james john's the type i reckon though he'll just bring her back and say yeah, oh like, that was interesting yeah see that's the thing about it is there's a lot of people who are like oh they're gonna find gamora again gamora's mm. gonna be alive in this timeline but nobody's mentioning the fact that thor is with the Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that's... Oh, a, mate. There, there is a chance that... Because there, there was a run of comics that they did as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is a chance that that's going to be the next Guardians film. Well, that's... Can't wait. That's what we mentioned as well. For Ragnarok 2 would be would work from that, from that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you brought the Guardians into a Thor film... Oh, my God. And you brought Thor yeah. into a Guardians film, you've yeah, got yeah. the ultimate buddy cop films going on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of... Uh, yeah. I think great. everyone agree they would love that. And I can't wait. Because Chris... I think Chris Hemsworth said he will stay in the Marvel franchise as long as he can to play Thor. Awesome. Yeah, that's, and, that's the best that's news. Me, yeah. And I think it would be cool and just not see him in an Avengers and just solo film with just him and Loki, which, by the way, Loki's now alive. Yes. <laughs> which I didn't see any more of. I was like, is he alive? Is he just hiding away? Well, Loki's got, got a the TV show coming out. Well, yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. Is he alive, though? He is. He is Do you in remember? that timeline. He's in that timeline. Because it... he buggers off with the... Terracus Tesseract. Right. So he disappears. But... No one knows. I hate time travel! <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Sorry for shouting. So basically, I think he is still alive because he... The way they oh, we'll it. just wait and see what happens with we'll that. Oh. I bet you any money, the first shot of the TV show will be him falling through a portal with yeah. a tesseract in his hands. Yeah. And I reckon yeah. that's exactly what's going to happen. And mm. It's going to carry on from there. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think that's, that's coming to a natural conclusion, I think. Cool. Yeah. Cry, crying worthy from my point of view. Um, can, hold on, can yeah. we talk about um, the Iron Man death scene? Oh my god! We'll <sighs> talk about that. Yeah, and I know it bores you to death, mm. right? But there is a big point in it that mm. I think it would be awesome. It's right at the end of the credits. At the end, end of the credits, you hear the same hammer noise that you hear in Iron Man One. Okay. You know when he's making the suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And at his funeral, you see the kid from Iron Man Three. Yeah, his daughter. Right, this is... The, I really hope this uh, happens. See, yes, I didn't know who the kid was, and Matt yeah. told me afterwards, it's the kid from Iron Man 3. What's the kid there's, from Iron Man 3? There's just like a teenager on his own. Oh. Ah. Like, and everyone was like, who's that kid? Why is he there? Yeah. It's the young boy from Iron Man 3 when he's oh, suffering with a PTSD. Yeah, that guy. Really? But Tony built him a lab at the end of Iron Man 3. So there's, there's a huge theory going around that this guy's going to be the new Iron Man. No. Which would be epic. It would be epic. It would. And that whole hammer hitting the steel thing is like, the suit's being rebuilt. But mm-hmm. then I think that's too obvious. I think that's going to be a way that they're going to go, yes, that's cool, but how about we change it up? Because there's no more Iron Man in the comic series at the moment. It is a woman taking over Iron Man. Mm. And African, African-American, she's got the brains and everything bearings and everything apparently she's smartest of all the characters iron woman so she's i think they could if they're gonna be like this oh let's brace the women which i do enjoy that it's gonna be captain marvel who she will replace captain america's side and then maybe we might have that iron one which will replace oh yes that's a point uh it doesn't really work because he's still alive 
But there is an opportunity for a female four now. Yeah. Being the Valkyrie. Mm. Did you know, like, you know his uh, romance? Because I know in the comics, four's a girl now. She, no, 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 no she, she is, but if that's your four, he's still alive, he's just unworthy. He's, he, that's when he goes into the unworthy series. Oh, uh, okay, fine. But you know um, who, Jane Foster? Mm. She's the four. She is uh, the actual four. Yeah, I know, it's bad. Yeah. They can never do that with the MCU. No. no they no, can do it. She would do it anyway. You're boring. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's who film our four is in the comics, is Jane Foster. Okay, that's interesting. I would like hmm. to see, which never happened, Cap before Captain Marvel, because he was was originally a, a dude. There was Miss Marvel, and that's yeah. how she became who she was before she was Captain Marvel. Which I would have loved to have seen, and then got hints of maybe the X Men and that, because that's how Rogue got her powers from. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the stuff that I don't know about. It's quite interesting mm-hmm. how it all blends in. But anyway, let's stop there because we've been prattling on for ages. That do it. Yeah. So we're gonna head. We're gonna take you straight back to the radio show, and we'll see you at the end. You have one message. Message one. Uh, hi guys. We're trying to get in contact with you guys all day. Um, I was with a bunch of people and they left, but they've left dust everywhere. Um, I don't know what it is. It's like this horrible brown dust stuff. But if one of you could get in contact with me, because you know it's been all day. But yeah, nice one. Cheers, guys. See you later. Screen bucket on Nopat FM. People. Welcome to Marvel Schmarvel. Dominique, the future of Marvel. Yes, tell us I what wish. you know. Well, my son, Mystic Meg. I know. Yes. Yes. Yes, you know everything. <laughs> what have we got? What, what so, do you know of? What I think is everyone wants to know what's next. Like, what's going to be after this huge uh, end to the Avengers series? I, I, I have four kind of things pun intended um so first one i think obviously is going to be black widow whatever what they're going to go with but which we we thought maybe budapest or how she became black widow it's interesting i wonder is she i mean scarlett johansson still looks the same so i guess they could do a prequel they can make her look like 2010 if they can do scarlett um not scarlett if they can do samuel jackson look like he did in pulp fiction they can make scarlett johansson look like oh and who else oh god i'm gonna butcher his name he's an ant he's an ant man he michael douglas michael douglas oh we didn't mention that 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 is incredible that was disturbingly good so good for cgi like whoa yeah. And you all know what we mean when we see the film. Yeah, it's incredibly impressive. Hmm. I believe uh, that obviously there'll be another Black Panther because it hit it off in the cinemas in 2018. And I believe there's been some teaser images already as well. Yeah. Nothing, nothing major, but I know that there's definitely a Black Panther two in the in the pipeline. There's probably going to be a new Avengers team. Yes, I do you think because it's sort of hinted at. For the last few films, actually, do we think we'll see a female Avengers team up? I think we'll see a, maybe a female leader. Because we've Avengers got. Team. Oh, I can't say. Yeah, there's um, there's a, a lot of the original Avengers have seemed to have passed their crown over. So yes, Black Widow, I think, is going to happen. Yep. There's a bit of a concern over it. I just read quickly. People are a bit worried that it's not going to be. It needs to be really, really, really good. It's going to have to be. Yeah. It's going to have to be amazing. Well, they could do it like they've done for Deadpool, which would be rated R, because pretty much Black Widow's. She's. she's I guess her past is gory. 
I was going to say, blood. if you did it in the tone of Winter Soldier, it'd be awesome. 100%. Oh, Winter Soldier was good. Because they can put across violence without it being bloody violence. Yeah, and Winter Soldier do... was violent. Yeah, like, there was a lot of scenes in that that are they're close to the bone to being pushed up into an R rating. You know? But you're never going to get that from a uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe film. Mm-mm. So when yeah. I was young, it was all guys. I had to, that was what That's I could always see. So for little girls, I, I, heck, even little guys... They would want to see someone like saying women are not just damsel in distresses. We're kind of, we but can be the same. That, oh, here we go. Saying that, <laughs> and this is my point towards it. The white man has a point. I know, yeah. <laughs> so the straight white male has a point. Um, but it's, the thing is, it's about that whole, there was no real leadership female uh, superhero characters. Is I would say, false. Because if you had characters like Storm... In the X Men, and she was so cool. Yeah. And th- these are big, huge characters. But what if you're saying to that, when he gets no. But if you're saying him. that, look at Rogue. Well, look at what they did to Rogue. Oh, I I can't stand it because yeah. it is so bad. It even Jean Grey. I, I love Famica Jessenson, but freaking hell, <clears throat> no. Yeah. They were pretty weak, apart they from were. Storm. Storm was like the solid... Mystique, yes. She we're moving off of the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know what her name was, but there was a female villain in Guardians 2 as well. The gold... Oh, her! Penguin. Oh, the, yeah. the queen yeah. woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone thinks there's something to do with Adam Warlock. And there's that whole... Yes, yes, your name's Adam. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, she, she was kind of a cool villain as well. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think we're stepping into territory where we can now start to expect it to be a normal thing. 100%. Mm. And it that's should have been a normal thing to. straight away. Yeah, I think Healer helped uh, push off with the yes. female villain because not many are. Oh, they typically think British are the villains all the time. Thanks, America. I'm happy with that, though. Yeah, no, that. yeah. It's just, um, what the hell are the Eternals as well? I've just read that. The Eternals, yeah, that's coming out. Is that just another Avengers team up? No. Sort of thing. It's quite if best to mix it up, say like a mix of Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. That's oh, okay. Well, Space Avengers. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Avengers. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I just read as well that it's possibly, a f- weirdly, I just read a four Ragnarok sequel. Yeah. That should be cool. That'll be fun. Cause that would be awesome, but what? So that's just four or five? No, because then that will explain four or, or what we, <laughs> what everyone is seeing in the cinema. I guess. I mean... We'll get on to Fort Ragnarok because I've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. can't believe you've just seen it now. <laughs> no, I saw it in the cinema. I've watched it again. Can I make a point Yes. with this future of Marvel thing? Mm. That everybody seems to be forgetting that Disney have bought the X-Men. Oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic true. Four. Right, so that means we've got another Fantastic Four. We've got potentially a new Wolverine. Uh, oh, if it's X-23, I'm way along board. 100%, yeah. And that was the... the Oh, it's one of those things everybody knows about it so it's not a spoiler but there is no end credit scene in Endgame mm. which is less common knowledge but there should have been yeah. there should have been a shot of comic book style Wolverine in his yellow costume or something and then just shink black that would have been incredible. Just the claws coming out of the side. Yeah, or, some, or X-23 yeah. walking yeah. through like a like an airport security thing. Or and it going mad. That would be cool. That would have been great do you know what I mean? But you know, and then or Deadpool making a cameo 
and the carry on from Stanley's legacy because everyone loves Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. They see him mm. as Deadpool. See, there's you a straight white down. male. He's you kind pipe of, down, sir. Yeah. How dare you? I ain't saying anything then. No, it's not MCU. I heard somewhere on the grapevine that they're leaving X Men and Fantastic Four the hell alone for like Should ten years. Yeah, they should. Fantastic They've got Four it. They're not, not going to do anything with it for That's a while. That's good. A yeah. Fantastic Four just doesn't work as a film, no. I think. And X Men's been done to death. So I suppose that makes sense. Yeah, we've got Dark Phoenix coming out, though. Uh, yeah, it's Fox, though. It's Fox property. And, uh, they might do it okay. I don't, I'm don't. i not really interested. I've never been that interested in that. We've got Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. Yeah. My issue with that film is it's just X-Men 3 all over again. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. X-Men 3, the worst. Mm. That is probably the worst one we've ever I'm the juggernaut, bit. That's it. Best line of all superhero films. <laughs> Billy <laughs> Jones I, is the juggernaut. I always wanted to build bridges. I think people say that Iron Man, the first Iron Man, was the one of the worst films. The first one? Yeah. Who says that? You're not ready. Sorry, Matt's broken. (laughs) We'll we'll just leave him in the corner. He'll be okay. That's amazing. (laughs) I can Gandalf and I can Magneto! (laughs) You can tell it's one of those days. Oh, God, don't call me out. Right, come on then, we've been talking too long. So, what of all of the future Marvel films, what are we actually excited for? Black Widow or Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians of the Galaxy is the only one, other than Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi is it? Scarlett Johansson, the movie. Yep. He means Black Widow. Do I? No, I think he means Scarlett Johansson, the movie. Hmm. he got problems. Nick's Game Reviews. Mortal Kombat 11. There was a time when Mortal Kombat felt like a stale and soon to be dead franchise. Mortal Kombat 9 being the prime example of this. Boring and repetitive, the focus heavily put on the new fighting engine and less on the mad zany stories that made the series so much fun. Then Mortal Kombat X came out and changed all this. The engine was sound and so they ramped up the madness and threw in a few DLC characters, my favourite being the Xenomorph. That convinced even the most bored MK fans they were willing to give it another go. It was a very easy game for non-fighting game players to pick up, but a difficult game to master, which is fair enough. With the release of Mortal Kombat 11, they have kept the madness that made X so successful and developed a new game engine to make the most of this generation of consoles. There's one problem with that though. It's bloody hard, and the combat is slow as hell. And here we have the debate it's become quite heated over the past couple of months. If you find a game too hard, should it be considered a negative, or is that on the player? There is an easy mode with Mortal Kombat, so this isn't like the Sekiro debate, but even on the easy mode I'm struggling to get through, with the tutorials trying to teach me about frames and other fighting games speak. I am not a fighting game fan. I cannot be bothered trying to learn all these different moves and trying to be tactical and stuff like that. I am, however, a Mortal Kombat fan. I want to fight with the characters I've loved since childhood, I want to laugh maniacally as Kotal Khan hammers someone's skull down into one of his blades and giggle incessantly as Scorpion utters the famous GET OVER HERE words. And so Mortal Kombat 11 is very much so a game of two halves for me. I love this game. The campaign is perfect in every way, and I mean even with the actual story. It's tear-jerking, it's funny, it's mad as balls, I love it. 
The towers are back and fun as ever, providing a challenge if you don't want to go online and get your butt handed to you. There is customization options torn straight from Injustice 2. There is even a crypt back. Every game mode is present to make this the most concise and ram-packed Mortal Kombat ever. But I can't get over how hard it is. Perhaps it is all a part of these bugs that have plagued it since launch. Perhaps it will improve. Or perhaps it's just me, and I'm a strange enigma who loves Mortal Kombat but hates fighting games. Perhaps you should give it a go and judge it for yourself. Mm, I don't care. I don't even know why you're listening to me. Adam just keeps telling me to play games and talk about it. He carries this cardboard gauntlet around and threatens to snap my cats away if I don't give him a review. Help me. You have one message. Message one. G'day, it's Four here. I uh, just want to say that I'm really, really excited about joining the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, of course, we all know who's in charge. I want to drink some beers and uh, just walk around and see the galaxy. It's going to be really, really nice. If you want to sign up to my uh, my workout video, it's really good. It'll be right up your street. Uh, basically, I sit down on the sofa for four days, uh, drink beer and eat pizza. It's really, really good. It's really good for your, for your core. I'll speak to you later. Adam and Rob Scream Bucket That was Run the Jewels with Legend Has It from the Black Panther trailer. Mm. Very abrupt ending. It's quite an abrupt ending, yeah. But it's a good song, so it's worth the abrupt ending. Hmm. Yes. Good song from a good trailer. Yeah, mediocre film though. Yeah. Mediocre. Mediocre. Yes. So yes, this is gonna be our first of two segments of our personal preferences. This is going to be our worsties. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. That was good. It was good. That was very, that put me right on edge. Right, Dominique, tell us, okay. what is, what are your worsty films in the MCU only? He makes that the hardest one, because if, if we're including all, that would be so easy for me. But as it's just an MCU... Mm. I can't decide between like actually t- in seriousness I can't decide between three you've okay. got Avengers Age of Ultron mm. I think you my one get <laughs> in the bin I think you'll know why <laughs> then there's uh, the first four and the first Iron Man they just felt the first four and Iron Man just felt a bit too slow for me and a bit like kind of obvious Oof, I don't get that at all but mm. with the Age of Ultron it was like what they did to Quicksilver, honestly, it was so sad. Age of Ultron just felt so cheap. It did. Rushed. The thing I did laugh at, though, was when a Hulk punched four in the face. I did like that. It was mm. very, very boring. Yeah. yeah. It was so dull. Yeah. And I don't know, there was a bit, isn't they uh, cause a lot of damage, don't they? Yeah. And then they have a little guilt trip. The world is questioning whether the Avengers should disassemble. And um, it sucked. With Quicksilver, like he's supposed to be the like, like the Marvel's version of the Flash. He so he's supposed to be able to beat these stupid thing, freaking bullets, but then he dies, and it's just like really. What did they do with um? So they, uh, they I mean, them the, off, I know, I know, like I know, but so Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, yeah. are mutants. Yeah, but yeah. to get around that, didn't they have a special They're name? Meta humans. Meta humans. Yes, meta humans. They are the children of Magneto. Yeah. But they couldn't say that because Magneto belongs to Fox. I, it yeah. is weird, just them, those two characters, because Quicksilver got basically written off he really did. immediately. But Scarlet Witch, she's not that. 
just doesn't have that much of a purpose. It's weird that he even introduced them at all. Mm, I don't know about that. I think that she has. I think she's a really good character. She's quite. I think she she wasn't to start with, but I think she grew into a really good. Character. Yeah, I get. You're right, but no, I, I mean, still she, think she can go toe to toe with Thanos. Yeah, she she, can she? she she could. But then you know, could that have been someone else? Like they didn't need to be introduced i, I think. think the way they did that because in a comic book series scarlet witch and revision are a thing yeah that's thing, a thing. yeah so i think they waited in why they probably kept her on was for the female empowerment and mm. for the relationship with that joss whedon has said that he questions why he did a second avengers film because it was a nightmare yeah and i think he admits the age of ultron was naff mm. um there's one good scene in that film I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, and it's the it's the party scene where they're all trying to lift Thor's hammer, and that was the only part of the film where I was like, "This is great." Yeah, there was mm. nothing else in it. It was just like this is just a bog standard superhero film. There's nothing else. This is no better than the Marvel films they were releasing before. That, Iron that Man. one scene that felt one, like yeah. from the first Avengers. It felt like the team were together. It was yeah. It was good. It was like you were with them. Like you were sat in that. So it's a little behind I, the scenes look at how they are. It's like a little treat, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like yeah. this isn't them on the job. Well, that's my main on... complaint with the Avengers generally is they never actually they're never really friends. They very quickly get together and very quickly break apart. Mm. Mm. Those scenes they needed. That's what Age of Ultron should have been. It should have been them working together. Yeah. As and then it fractures later. Well, with the Age of Ultron, which really I did not like at all, was Black Widow and Hulk, Bruce Banner and them together. That just was so wrong. I, I could yes. not stand it. It's kind of you forced. That, it's like wrong with I you. I dig that. I do dig that. No, I see uh, where you're coming from. You know from, what I mean? Me. It was too, like, here, have have yeah. a bit of romance, you know, because, you know, there's no Peggy Carter, but we got, hey, we got Peggy's niece who we're shacking up with. Peggy's ex-lover, Mr. Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I just, yeah, I just, I just remember my eyes rolling with that film. It's just terrible. Mm. Sun's getting real love, Adam. Would you stop saying that? <laughs> Ragnarok. Anyway, move on. Man, what's your uh, worsties? Uh, my worsties... Yeah, I've got... Probably say... I reckon I've got three. Um, and weirdly enough, they're sort of following on from yours. Yeah. Iron Man 2. Uh, yes. Thor The Dark World. Mm. And Ant-Man and the Wasp. They're my Ant-Man three. Ant-Man and the Wasp? Oh, I hated Ant-Man and the Wasp. Me too. There, was, there has not been a Marvel film more pointless... Than Ant Man and the Wasp. I agree. And the only thing that's worth watching is the end credit scene or the mid credit scene. Yes. yes. That's it. That's the only part of the Ant Man and the Wasp. I saw I watched it with uh uh my good friend Josh. <laughs> Josh. Josh. Yeah. And we at the end of the film we looked at each other and went, I don't know what just happened. Yeah. No, me neither. And it was so there's so little going on, I was getting bored of the shrinking effect. Yeah, which is the whole that. gimmick of Ant Man. I was like, I don't so all the best bits of like the the whole like, they do the sizing thing really well with Ant Man, which is kind of cool. But the best bits where they're like, you know, where she throws the salt pot and it gets caught in yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But they showed all of that in the trailer. Yeah, there was no, nothing yeah. left for the film. And the Wasp character, Ant Man wings. She's just the flying Ant Man. So she had a lot more character in Ant Man. Mm. Kate from Lost. You're talking about? I know. I'm not the one that got confused. Here's, here's, oh <laughs> Here is the thing with Ant-Man vs. the Wasp mm. and the Wasp, with featuring the Wasp. It is, <laughs> it wins the Oscar for best film to watch on a plane, on a long-haul flight. What? Honestly, because you sit there, you're tired and drowsy, and you've got your beer, you're free, 
booze and there's stuff going on. You don't have to pay attention. You know, you're sat in an uncomfortable chair. You've watched a film and it's done. You don't have to pay so, attention to okay, it. Okay, so you're saying Ant-Man Watch- and the Wasp should be watched when you're not watching it. Yeah. Yeah. On a plane, because you don't, you know, it's just, okay. stuff, it's just stuff going on. Well, I would suggest yes. that the best way to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp is to put it on your telly and then just stare at a wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the best way to watch it, in my opinion. <laughs> now, I actually, I think I agree with all of your choices. Iron Man 2 was a real letdown. Yeah. For Dark World, I'm not that savage on For Dark World, because I thought it had some good moments in it. Because that's when the force starts becoming what he becomes later on. Rob, what are your worsties? Uh, <sighs> bloody hell. I'm not Whoa. Uh, Get that Wookiee out of here! <laughs> I, uh, yeah, Age of Ultron was definitely the one that I just thought sucked. But um, yeah, Dark World was bad. Iron Man 2 and 3. There was a bit in Iron mm. Man 3 when I was invested where Tony's kind of gets lost. I think he crashes, doesn't he? And he's, he's in a shed with a kid. <clears throat> Yes, oh, yeah. and it's like a really, it's a poignant moment, but in general, um, didn't care, didn't care. Mm. I liked three, but only because it had the PDSD thing, which mm. we'll mention later on. Um, yeah. That's what they do well. That that was like a an um, echo after Avengers that I thought was quite good. Uh, I thought Guardians of the Galaxy Two was rubbish. Yes, me too. <gasps> me too. What is the what? matter with you? I thought it was rubbish. I thought it was rubbish. You okay. both get in the bin. The soundtrack bin's too small. Soundtrack is what are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying you're never both going to fit in the bin, but you should so, definitely try. So, what's his name? Mr. Quillman um, from Jurassic Park has. Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt, um, Indiana Bones, <laughs> has uh, daddy issues. Yeah. He's got daddy issues. I mean, okay. yes. I mean, th- th- but let's Don't face it. It was played by the biggest deal for all. Oh, God. Get in my yeah. pocket. I think I think Guardians of the Galaxy Two wasn't terrible, but it's boring. it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't Guardians One. It wasn't Guardians no, One. No. Guardians One is has its special place. Mm. But the thing is, they brought in some quite good characters that makes good chemistry. So you have got like Drax with Mantis. You know, I think people like that. Yeah, they but the, different. the trouble with Guardians Two is Guardians One was a runaway success and it was funny. Yeah. Guardians Two tried to be funny. Yeah. That's where my line is with it, and yeah, I don't say I wouldn't say it's the worst, but it it was making that effort, and that's where it dropped for me. Like Drax was really funny in the first one, yeah. but in the second one, he was on it all the time. He wouldn't shut up. Shut up, Drax. Yeah, they're milking the little uh, monotone one-liners with him. Aren't yeah, they? Like, absolutely. Too extreme. Yeah. They they also totally milked uh, Baby Group. As oh well. yeah, Baby Group oh, yeah. was just it was like they were just trying to sell figures or hundred percent or, or cuddly toys or whatever. I much prefer Teenage Group. Yeah, sassy mm. teenage yeah. big fan. Yeah, we was briefly in Avengers. I did like the romance between uh, Gamora and Peter Quill because that's my opinion. But that, but by that point they're established and it loses that draw. Because yeah. there's a will, will they, won't they in the first one? That that's one of my favourite scenes as well, where he puts the headphones on. Her, yeah, and it's I like love that, that. Yeah. and then she like holds the knife to his throat. And is that sort of? I, I liked that about the first one, where it was like. He's, he's trying, but she's having none of it. Absolutely. It's like, yeah. Then that all goes out the window. Mm. And then it's just like, oh, it's just a couple now. There's no mm. sort of fight between them there. You get to see the chemistry for like, with Karen Gillian and Zoe Saldana for Gamora and Nebula. Yeah, that's fine. But again, it just lacked that. It was like an afterthought. It didn't have its own thing going on with them. Mm. But yeah. But this is not going to surprise you. I cried for Yondu. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Who's Yondu? 
I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh, oh yeah. Ruffin. That was, yeah. Uh, to be fair, he, that was, that was quite he, good. He was probably one of the coolest characters in the yeah, entire... Yeah, I didn't know they were going to do that, yes. but, oh. Well, that's the thing with Guardians, because it's not, the comic isn't as well-known and established. Mm. It just still surprises people, mm. written by English people. Uh, gosh, I'm the queen! Oh, it's all for the queen! For the queen, yes, I'm all for the But of, of all of the ones we talked about, the one I hate the most was probably Ant-Man and the Wasp. That was yeah. a big pile of dry, boring rubbish. Watch it 40,000 feet in the air after four Budweiser's. <laughs> that's, that's, do you know what? I'm going to try and take that advice. <laughs> yes, I'm going to try and do that. Let's play Come On, Get Happy by David Cassidy from A Man and the Wasp. Wait, Wait what are we calling it? Uh, it's Pants Man and the Tars. <laughs> you say that. Hello world, here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. Bucket on no part FM. People. Hello, chaps, and we're back. Ugh. That's <laughs> disgusting. What's that? <laughs> Sorry, I'll, do, I'll go again. I'll go again. I'll stay in. Oh, okay. What All are we right. doing? We're doing. So we did the worst, didn't we? Yeah. Now we're going to do the best. The best. The best of the best. Uh, Matt, kick us off. Ooh. Okay. So best MCU film. Got to be. It's got to be Infinity War. I reckon. Oh. No. Yeah. You see, because I just I don't know everything about it. I think I think that with Endgame as like a two film combo, mm. it's probably my favourite Agreed. Marvel cinematic experience that I've ever had. From end to end, yeah, enjoyable. If I do think you could edit both films into a like three and a half, four hour film. Do you reckon you could do that? No, no. people <laughs> have tried that. They tried that with the Hobbit, didn't they? It didn't go well. Yes, well, the Hobbit was a mess, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. it was. That's mm. true. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. You had really good sort of every time a character stepped in and did something cool. It's like, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. Thanos, he had a very good character development as we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You got to see his point. And there was a good, there was a very good the journey. trousers fall down? <laughs> but I like, I like a film. I was talking about this when we were talking about Kubo and the Two Strings. I like a film with a nice journey. And there's, a bit, there's bits where they go to certain bits in space. They see the collector, don't they, at one point? Mm, yeah. And then they'll go... You know, you'll see Big Dwarf Man, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, lots of questing, lots of journeys. There was, yeah, and it led up to a really great, great final moment, which kind of a lot of people were torn yeah, apart about. But then equally, uh, what about when they finally get together in the beginning of Avengers? Was that as big a moment for you? Because <laughs> at the time, that was huge. Yeah. It was, yeah. But for me, I didn't get to feel it the way everybody else did oh yeah because you're a monster so I was a late bloomer yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. 
Yeah, I I would say Infinity War is up there. Can I throw another one in the pot? Yeah. Because I completely forgot about it, but it is one that I always go back to and watch. Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, that is a good one. That's a really, really good Spider-Man. It's a really, really solid film, let That's, alone a Spider-Man yeah, Great film. villain, great story. And the villain had an arc in that one. That's what I meant earlier about how uh, Marvel started dropping the big laser in the sky. And I I can't remember exactly if Homecoming was the first one that did it, but it might have been. I think it was. It was the first one that shocked people. I remember people being shocked and being like, you have to see this one because the villain's amazing. Yeah, the, yeah. And there's that moment in the car. That there was a gasp in my audience. It's the moment he goes to the door. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's, that's when uh, there was... Like, and it's weird because it wasn't a pop, but you could... If any more air went out of the room, people would be struggling yeah, to yeah. breathe. <gasps> like, <laughs> it definitely had that. And it's very it's very heavily um, uh, John Hughes. It's very Ferris Bueller. They reference it. It's even on the TV a few times. Yeah. And it's like... This is like a coming-of-age story, and it's really, really strong. Yeah, that's it. It's, it was a coming-of-age coming story before a superhero story yes do you know what I mean in the sense of like absolutely like yeah. that took the back seat in a way which is cool mm. Dominique been very quiet then what's your besties I've got for I couldn't decide just one okay so you got like Captain America Winter Soldier oh well that is that, that is a good film a fantastic oh. film then you've got I've got the original Guardians of the Galaxy because yep. I just found that film so funny and I, was, I, it's it a film a, you watch. More, I, it's a film I would watch more than once. It was a breath yeah, of fresh air at the time as well, because mm. that came out when everything was quite similar and samey, and mm. that was like, yeah. oh, okay, no, it can be different. Well, I just remember going into HMV and they had the vinyl, they had the soundtrack, and right. it was the first kind of Marvel film where the soundtrack was integral to the film itself. So it had that support in it. Really good humor, really good mm. characters. It's nice. Little well, thing. it's James Gunn as well. <laughs> Marvel started taking ri- out of nowhere. Marvel started taking risks with its uh, filmmakers. Yeah. And James Gunn was a B movie horror guy mm. with mm. a very quirky sense of humor, coming from the background of Troma, and he was doing a multi-million dollar Disney film. What? Mm-hmm. Bearing in mind off. that this is the guy who directed the Scooby Doo live action films. <laughs> yeah. To go from that to this, well, he did Super as well. It's huge. Oh, Super's oh, yeah, great. Super's yeah, Super's and Super's cool. like undermines all of superhero stuff mm. and, and yet managed to do it really well and mm. that's why I'm really looking forward to Suicide Squad as well and then the last one was for Ragnarok 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 yeah. yes now this is the best film this is I the think you're gonna agree. I think Adam was going to go and fan <laughs> this so. oh I love it it's good Ragnarok is just like Guardians of the Galaxy the first time round it is a complete breath of fresh air mm. it's amazing directed by um Take a white tea tea. Yep, fantastic actor. No, and actor. And Fly of the Concords, yeah. What We Do in the Shadows. Mm. He is the best comedy director. And Four Ragnarok Rock is arguably just a comedy. Oh, 100%. 100%. It has its serious moments. But it has its serious moments. Yeah. And it has some really important moments as well. Like uh, the whole thing with his dad, Thor's yeah. dad, and Loki, and his sister. Also, the uh, the actual choreography and effects are amazing mm-hmm. in Ragnarok. And did you know um, they improvised the scene in that? Well, get help! That was improvised. Really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. So with Chris Hemsworth and oh, I can see his lovely face, but I can't remember. Someone help Tom me. Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, they they improvised. Get out. Get out. Get help. <laughs> that's the. 
Thor was a comedy character in Avengers. Was that the first time he was a comedy character in Avengers? No, no he, he was, was badass in Avengers. He, he was more he, serious. He, he, he still first did jokes, him, though. He lands on the plane, doesn't he? But the the jokes came from a very masculine area of like. But, no, but it was the stuff oh, like because Avengers was the first time he held his hand out for Mjolnir, mm. his hammer, Mjolnir. and it just oh, yeah. and we just sit there for five minutes waiting for it to come. Yeah. And it just crashes through the... And Ragnarok has a follow-up to that. I watched it last night. I love it. Is that where he's in Doctor Strange? He's in Doctor Strange. Oh, so good. He puts his arm out and he waits for it and just hear all the smashing of glass. (laughs) He oh, sorry. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) There's the bit... uh, He gets kidnapped in Ragnarok, doesn't he? And he's strapped to that chair with someone else. Yeah. And the guy next to him just gets slimed and he just says, Oh, my God! (laughs) Oh, my God! (laughs) The smell! (laughs) It's the C4. It's the God of Thunder. Reacting to that. Oh, so good. Or you've got where uh, four against Hulk, but this is when Bruce is not really there. And yes. you go, that's my friend! Yeah, it's my friend from work! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, when they're after the fight and they're sitting on the, on the bed and falls, oh, I'm sorry, I just get so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, for me, the bit that I, it always makes me laugh is where Hulk picks up Thor and he's slamming him into the floor and Loki's like, yeah, yeah. that's how it feels. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it's um, it just, but something about it, it looks so much better, even than the, uh, the last Avengers films, I think. The actual effects are, mm. I wonder if it's because all the colours up and it's all very cartoony. It's um, aesthetics. Yeah, and I think that helps. And Korg. And Korg. And Korg. I'm going to put a clip of Korg in now. Oh, yuck. Still someone's hair and blood all over this. Guys, can you clean up the weapons once you've finished your fight? Disgusting slobs. Oh, Thor. Want to use a big wooden fork? No. Yeah, not really useful unless you're fighting off three vampires that were huddled together. No, I really wish I had my hammer. Hammer? Quite unique. It was made from this, this special metal from the heart of a dying star. And when I spun it really, really fast, it gave me the ability to fly. You rode a hammer? No, I, I didn't ride the hammer. The hammer rode you on your back? No, no, no. I, I used to spin it really fast, and it, it would it would pull me off the... Oh, my God. The hammer pulled you off? The ground. It would pull me off the ground, up into the air, and I would fly. The hammer pulled you off? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Amazing. Piss off, ghost. Piss off, ghost, yeah. Who <laughs> voice called? That's Taika Waititi. Yeah, the, the, director. the director. The director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he re-voiced him recently. Yeah. Oh. He sounds just like the bus driver who drove me around New Zealand. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know what he reminds me of? There's this it's a YouTube. It's called The, Le- the Big Les Show. Oh, the if Big you Les know Show. what I mean. Oh, yes. He reminds me of the person who does the voices for them. Well, the, the, the moment I knew Paul Ragnarok was going to be the film for me was when Carl Urban shows up. Oh yeah. oh yeah! This is all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. This is gonna be a different film. There's that bit where like something serious is happening, and then it just cuts to him with a shake weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the, yeah. It's that. It's the opening. It's when Thor's in like hell or whatever he yeah. is, and he's being chased by a massive dragon, and then he gets teleported out, and then the dragon's head follows him, yeah. and just slimes the uh, two women that. <laughs> Carl Urban's trying to impress. And that's right up our street, Rob. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> but we also had a, a proper female villain. Yes, we did. Kate Blanchett, yeah. amazing. So Badass. good. Badass. Like, and it's, 
it's kind of played sexually, but it's not at the same no. time. She mm. just has that vibe about her. She's just very evil as well. well. Yes. She has fierceness. that appeal. Fierceness, it's yeah. not necessarily... Well, like, she's, she's not the, trying to be sexy. But the costume's very dominatrixy. Yeah. But that's where it ends, I think. Because mm. the character itself is really like, whoa. Yeah. She's the goddess of death. Got this big head thing. Yeah, that grows. That grows. Oh, and it's, like, it's really awesome because she like, pulls her hair back and then it sort of comes up out. Yeah. Mm. She's an awesome character. Mm. We need to see more of her. Yeah. I mean, she needs to come back. Be the next, the number big baddie. Well, oh, yeah. Got Thanos, she could, she could be the, carrying it on. Well, death, surely death cannot die. Death cannot. Favourite scene? Has anyone very quickly got one scene that stands out above all the rest? A hundred percent, yeah, but I can't talk about it. Okay. The in main... which, what, in the Ragnarok? In all of them. All of them. Oh. I didn't even get to say my favourite, so you can you, shut your mouth. No one cares. Have you shut your mouth too? What's I'm your, leaving! What's your favourite then? That's probably Ragnarok. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just an honourable mention, I think, to like all of the Captain America films. I think they were, the, uh, they were all above average. They yeah. didn't slip up. And I thought, yeah, I loved Civil War. Yeah. The first one, the first Captain America is kind of, it wasn't just beat up the bad guy. I was talking about this the other day. It had a message other than just justice and superheroes. It was, you mm-hmm. can kind of be the little guy. But if you keep on trying and trying, you you'll succeed. It. You'll do it. So the first Captain America film has probably one of my favourite like um, character building scenes in it, which is where they're, he's doing the training and someone throws a dummy grenade on the floor. Oh, he jumps on and it. And he just jumps on it. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, that's why he's Captain America. Mm. It's not because he's this mm. big tank dude. It's because even when he was a skinny dude, he was willing to give well, his life to protect mm. him. Yeah, that's what I meant with the first Avengers film. He... Um, he was the only one doing heroic stuff, yeah. as far as I was concerned. He's like directing the police yeah. and stuff, just mm. like crowd control. Even in the second one, Age of Ultron, I think he's doing that. Not yeah. as much, though. No. That annoyed me. I mean, he saved the car or something with mm. people in it. Yeah. But my favourite um, scene of all the Marvels is from Ragnarok, and it is... Tell me, brother, what were you the god of again? moment i know you wanted to uh, me to come in for an interview for the show i can't find four i think he's gone off with some guardians of the galaxy or something but i'm from a galaxy too so i think that's quite rude uh, i've been left uh, the the ruling of norway now oh god uh, can you please tell me what plat number you are so i can come up and you can uh, give me some beer and maybe we can play some fifa or something all right nice one take it easy okay so we've been talking about MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe that's now Phase 3 has come to an end, is that right? Phase 3 is at an end now, yeah. Yeah, so it's all new from here. But, when people talk about Marvel, there's a wider, longer history Mm. than people give it credit for. Rob? Yeah. Well, I want to kick this off with one of the older ones. We're going back to the 90s, a time of the Matrix, a time of big, long leather dusters, cool sunglasses, that sort of thing. And so, hot off the heels of the Matrix came something with a very similar style from 
Um, I can't recall the director. Who's the director? Stephen Norrington. Stephen Norrington. 1998 Blade. Wesley Snipes. This was before The Matrix, wasn't it? Just before, It was before The Matrix, for sure. It was The Matrix. It was before The Matrix. Before The Matrix was 97. Are you sure? Yes, very much sure. I believe Matrix came out in 2001. Am I Uh, No, Matrix came out in 99. But that's... Yeah, so late late 90s when fashion was... Stupid. It was very, very stupid. But <laughs> yeah, the Blade is an interesting film because it's something where if you're watching it and you're 10 years old and it's the end of the 90s, it's the coolest film that has ever oh, been made. Blade yes. was incredible as a kid. I mean, that opening scene, you've got the uh, rave going on, the vampire rave, That's and so the blood comes from the, the blood ceiling. Orgy. The guy is panicking, he's running around, he's cr- crawling across the floor, people are kicking the living daylights out of him, and then he gets to some boots, and the boots belong to Blade. And he begins to kill. A half vampire bounty hunter. Yes. A bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. Dominic, have you seen Blade? Yes, I've seen all three. Oh, well, oh. you say that like you don't like it. Watch Blade 3 and Ryan Reynolds will agree with me. <laughs> well, Blade 1, I think Blade 2 might be one of the best films. Blade 2's brilliant. I had that whole thing good. with Whistler, with his, with his friend, his, the person who nursed him when his mother was allegedly killed. Mm. Yeah, he's got a kind of... Um, Someone who trained him up to be the vampire hunter that he is. Saw his potential. Danny John Jules playing a ninja. The other one from Blade is the Punisher series. Yep. Very similar kind of vibe. Similar kind of time as well. Yes. It depends which one you're on about. Mm. I suppose the first one was 89, wasn't it? Yes. Double, that's the one you like. Uh, no. No? No. So, I don't, well, I don't dislike it. I like the uh, so I like the first one with Thomas Jane. And I like the TV series. Agreed, 100% I don't agreed. Like, yeah, I don't like 89 and I don't like Warzone. No, 2004 with uh, with Thomas Shane, that is great. That's a good one. That's yeah. solid. Crazy Russian guy, right? Yeah, that's played by Kevin Nash. Yes. The wrestler Kevin Nash. Yeah. Really? Yeah, man, yeah. Big blonde uh, yeah, Russian yeah. dude. It takes this... a pot of boiling water to the face. Yeah. It's one of my favourite little uh, torture scenes as well. Oh, with the ice lolly? The ice lolly. Oh, yeah. Amazing, yeah. That's yeah. a, 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 another film that's been forgotten until, and probably until the TV series, I'd say. The Punisher was one of those characters that just got brushed off. Yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't family friendly. Always at odds with Spider Man. Yeah, because they're both uh, New Yorkers. They're both New they? York, but they're complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Which reminds how, me of another New Yorker. Well, what are you, what are you talking about? Who are you going to talk about? I was going to say, I wonder how the Punisher would act against 70s Spider Man. Well, right. Yeah. So, it's the 70s TV series. Mm. Which, uh, to anybody listening, if you haven't heard of this, please go and watch the trailer for the <laughs> 70s TV show. Just the intro. For Spider-Man. It has the best music. <laughs> it, it has a, an outline glowing spider. It's great. It's really poor. It's so poor, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about it is I, it's real dear to me because I think like my grandma had it on video. Okay. So I remember watching it. As yeah, 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 yeah. And being like, this is great. Not aware of how <laughs> bad this thing is. But like, yeah, great. Just, the costume looks ridiculous. It's crazy. It's someone has got a pillowcase, <laughs> painted it red, and then just cut some eye holes out and stuck some polarised sunglasses behind it. <laughs> it's really poor, but it's got that special DIY feel to it. I guess. It's I the guess. 70s, though. It's true. It does look like a cop drama. A really bad cop drama. Yeah. Really bad Starsky. It has that vibe. So, Dominic, we just showed you the trailer for a clip from How the Duck. How the Duck, 1986. I actually haven't seen it. So, when I showed me the trailer, 
oh, like I think was how creepy it is. And it just made me give a flashback to Goosebumps with the freaking life puppet. (laughs) Oh, I hate the puppet. So it reminds me of the puppet. Oh, did it win a Razzie Award? I think it did. It was nominated Nominated for seven. seven, And it won four. Oh, my God. Howard the Duck, I think, might be George Lucas's uh, first Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, but who uh, voiced Howard the Duck? Who Batman? voiced Howard the Duck? That's a good question. I found it interesting from the trailer that if I was being mugged in an alleyway and I looked to a bin and Howard the Duck was standing there, I'd think to myself, this situation is about to get much worse. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, for real, yeah. You'd think he whatever, was the leader of the crime. Yeah, whatever bad thing is happening at the moment. But it definitely looks like someone that Batman would kick the ab- ever-living feather out of. <laughs> it's peaking for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, shut up. I'm a writer. So... <laughs> What were you going to say? Was there another one? Uh, well, the, uh, the passing glance at Ben Affleck's Daredevil, what a steaming mm. pile of cow dung that was. Mm. Daredevil, yes. But then yeah. that brought on, on, on to Electra with Jennifer Garner, mm. yeah. which followed on from Daredevil. Yeah. What did you think of that? I quite, I, was, yeah, I saw it when I was younger, so oh. I liked it because of, you know, uh, I got to see a female superhero kicking ass. Oh, it's good, it's good. Is Electra a superhero? That's it. I've always thought this. I've never been sure. She's an anti-hero, if I'm going to be honest. She's like a Wolverine Deadpool-y sort of. Yeah. Oh, okay. She was trained as an assassin. Because I never really looked into Elektra as a character. You, you, you see her on the Daredevil introduce her a bit in season two. Yeah. On the Netflix series. That's the, that's the series I fell asleep during. <laughs> I love that. Picked up in season three when they Because in season on. two you got Punisher and his scene in the jail was one of my that favorites. That was the only parts of Daredevil that I watched. <laughs> was the bits with the Punisher in. Because <sighs> But then yeah. they're, they're kind of what they're doing of when they're at season two was at the end for Electra. They're doing the way the comic books did it. And mm. I thought that was pretty cool because normally people get inspired. We don't actually physically copy or do very similar ways of how the comic does it. Mm. So they're bringing it quite to life. Hollow Dell Media's Screen Bucket with Adam and Rob. So next I've got a quiz for the boys. Okay. To test their Marvel MCU knowledge. And a paper at the ready. Before we start, who do you, who's more likely you think is going to win win this round? Probably Matt, by the sounds of it. Yeah, Matt's going to win. That's spicy. Spicy, yeah. I mean, I might. I'm going to try my best. Wow. <sighs> do we have... Have we got team names? Do we have team names? Good question. Good. Go Choose your favourite MCU superhero and that will be your team name. Okay, I've already got mine. What's yours? My team name is Leaving You Thor. Well, there we go. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll be called Old Man Bogan. That's not MCU. That's not MCU. How dare you? Um, okay, I'll be Iron Flan. Okay. I was going to do Iron Adam. The Incredible Bulk. <laughs> and and Narok. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm Ad Narok. I can't wait. This better be. This better be the greatest quiz. Oh, it will be. Oh, I sorry. hope so. This was. I... Quiz, quiz, quiz. Right, so we're gonna. You can play along at home. Is that right? Yeah, you can play along at home. So you're you with questions, and then we'll get the answer quiz. at the end. Yeah, exactly. So I thought to be fair to all the boys and give a bit of a flashback. I thought give an easy one. So for the first question, it is name the three actors who have played Spider-Man. Huh. Uh, first and last name, not just the first name. Oh, Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm snuffle up, I guess. Oh, oh. Ha! I remember all three! Ha! Yeah, I'm, I'm... Right, move on, move on, move on. Okay, so, 
Next question is, because we were talking about this earlier, what was the UK release date for the first Iron Man film? Oh my god. Is that just the year or? That is the year, the month, and the date. Whoa! Closest wins. Closest wins. Closest wins. All right. Okay. Um. Uh, Come on, boys! You saw this in the cinema. Yes, fifteen million years ago. See, I'm gonna have to get this one wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Fetus. <laughs> Question number three: Who directed the Avengers? That came out in 2012. Or Avengers Assemble. Avengers Assemble. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I got that one. I got that one. Nailed that one. Yeah. <laughs> According to Vulture.com, who is the number one couple in the Marvel movie franchise? Oh. It's <sighs> uh, <laughs> very non-specific, isn't it? In the Marvel movie franchise. Yep. And the answer is MCU. MCU. Okay, right. Um. Yeah, no, man. It's one or the other. And I'm going with. Okay, sorry, next. You're good? Alright, this one's going to feature a quote in this. So, name the three characters that are in this quote. I can't do impressions, by the way. I'm going to ask you this one time Where is Gamora? Yeah, I'll do you one better. Who is Gamora? And I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? Wait, so what what were you doing? Name the three characters that are in that quote. Uh... Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. This is one of my favourite quotes. Uh... <laughs> okay, this is going to pick your brains. Number six. How many solo movies in total consist of the core team of the Avengers? Core team. Oh. Original film Avengers, yeah? From like Avengers Assemble. Cool. Wait, wait, how many films are they in? No, how many solo films? Yeah. Oh. In total. Shut up. Does that count Guardians of the Galaxy because there's loads of them? No. It doesn't. They're not cool. That's not cool. Uh, <laughs> okay. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Alright. Yeah. Ready for the next one? Yep, 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 yep. What Marvel movie was number one in 2018? Oh. That's a trick. It's got to be right. No, it wasn't. No. Shouldn't be. Um... Um. Shh. Right, sorry. Go on, go on, go on. Okay. You got this, bro. Question number eight. What was Captain Marvel's pet called in Captain Marvel and befriended whom? Oh, God. <laughs> I had fun with that one. <laughs> it's not fair because I haven't seen it, so this question should be removed from the film. You should have seen the film. Uh, uh, do you only remember I hate women? That's probably why they all think you're gay. <laughs> or can't get any. That's, true. <laughs> That's okay. broken again. Oh, oh sorry. Must be a nice quiz between friends. I, I don't hate women. Savagery. I right. despise them. <laughs> oh, Carry on. Jesus. This this one I directed just for Adam because he's got okay. such a. Let's say love for this person. And it is who plays Star Lord Suava in Guardians of the Galaxy oh, Volume 2? <laughs> That's question number nine. The man. And a nice easy one. 
Question 10. What's the next name of the sequel for Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> See how the boys chimed in on Which, that. yeah. Right, right. Nice. With you. Right. Cool. Everyone think they're ready for this? Are we, all, are we individually giving out our answers? So we, with the both... ones where there's like three answers, so question one and five, do we get... You get a, a point. Point, a point yeah, for each answer. Point for each one. That's correct. So should we just go around and say our answers, then you give the answer? Yeah. So like, answer. I'll say the first question, and then each of you will give me your answer for then that. We'll just give our answer. Well, yeah. Let's yeah. Do that that Let's way, it'll be a quick call. Remind the, All right. the audience. So question one was: Name the three actors who played Spider-Man. Right. Uh, Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland. Yes. Yeah. 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 That. yeah, yeah exactly. Good. 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 So, the next question was... Is that three points? That is three, three points. points. Well done. Yes. The next question was, what was the UK release date for the first Iron Man film? You got Rob? Uh, 1st of May 2009 was my guess. I went 24th of March 2008. I went 20th of June 2007. You know what? Rob, so close. 2nd of May 2008. Oh, so I'm, I win then. Yeah, that Matt, well, Matt I got, got 2008. Matt oh, yeah, got the year yeah. right. Yeah. Rob got just the day before. Smelled it. So I get a point for being closest. No, no, he day. doesn't get a point. Ask Adam. No, he doesn't get a point. He's, he's one of the competitors. No, he doesn't, make, he doesn't get a point. Dominique, ask, ask yourself. Search your heart. He doesn't get a point. Bonus point for You the, were close. So close. So ridiculous. Yeah, but my year was, my year was, point, my year was closer. No, I compromise. He was 2009 of the 1st of May, 2nd of May 2008. It was 2007, so it's only one year. Two uh, years. Oh, is it one year? Yeah, one he year. doesn't get a point. He doesn't get a point. No, he doesn't get a point. It's half a point. All right, who directed The Avengers Assembled? That is Joss Whedon. You're missing out two other people. Oh, come no, on. No, that's not how we play. You said which. Who, who directed, directed The Avengers? Josh Whedon, Josh. Joe, and Anthony Russo. They, they oh, the Russo brothers. Russo brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were oh, with him. Yeah. That's the Josh Whedon. Google it. Google it. I don't know. You're right. You're right. Do we get third? Well, that's just one point, what though. Get, oh, yeah. If we put Joss Whedon, it's just one point. Yeah. Right, so when we went to question number four, I said, according to Vulture.com, who is the number one couple in the Marvel movie franchise? Scarlet Witch and Vision. Scarlet Witch and Vision. Black Widow and Hulk. The answer, Steve Rogers, Captain America, and Peggy Carter. Uh, Carter. Peggy Carter. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> What I say to that. So the question five was name three characters that are in this quote, oh, which God. I don't think anyone wants to hear me say again. No. That was worst impressions. <laughs> so the answer for that was Star Lord, yep. Iron Man, and Drax the Destroyer. Oh, oh I get two points. Oh, three. Get in. Uh, love it. <laughs> right. So for question six, it was how many solo movies in total consist of the core team of the Avengers Assemble? Right. I'm curious to people's answers. Rob, what have you got? Ten. Oh, hold on. Are we doing it individually or we're doing it in total? I like to do it like... So, like, we added it all, like, added it all up, I'm hoping, and then you've told me. Because I've got 11, if I'm adding them all Oh, up. I've got 11 as well. I've oh. got three Iron Man, three Four, three Cap, and two Hulk. Yep. Why does the first Hulk count? No, it doesn't count. The first Hulk uh... doesn't count. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Rob was actually correct. It is 10. <laughs> so, so you got Captain America with three, Iron Man and Four with three, Hulk with one... Because this is when Edward Norton was the Incredible Hulk before being replaced by Mark Ruffalo. <sighs> so does Eric Banner not count then, even though it is MCU? Eric Banner? Nah. 
Sure about that? It's, it's not in that. It's not in that region universe. of the core. I guess Avengers it's not. Assembled. It's a completely different story. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. it's a remake, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'll accept that. So we get. Uh, we just get no points. You get no points, but exactly. Rob gets the point. Yeah, big old point. point. So put your smug knees away. So I think everyone will know this. For question seven, it was what Marvel movie was number one in 2018? Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm joking, it was Infinity War, surely. Infinity War? Infinity War. Wrong. Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, oh, see, that's what I mean. I knew God. it was a trick I question. I started typing Black Panther. Do you know what? I, 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 may have, I may have thought Black Panther, but my brain wouldn't let me write it. Because <laughs> I wasn't sure either, so I was thinking, let's look at the stats to see, and it was actually Black Panther. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. Makes sense, though. Mm. Does, yeah. So, question eight. I didn't expect Rob to know it. What was Captain Marvel's pet called in Captain Marvel and befriended whom, Matt? What do you think? I went with George and Nick Fury. I went Fluffykins and Nick Fury. Nick uh, Fury's correct. He did befriend him. But, but the pet's name was called Goose. Goose! I knew it started with a G. Uh, do we get one point for Nick Fury? You get a point for Nick Fury because he is the one who befriended him. Do we get a point for Rumpelflumps? No. No. It was Goose. No. We're on a... Have you got tiebreaker questions? Yeah. There's going to be a tiebreaker in this room. I don't know. Yeah, I think. Okay. So, who plays Star-Lord's father, Adam? Kurt Lassol. Your crush. Your man crush. Okay, so last but not least, question 10. Did you all get that one? Oh, I did, yeah. Nice. What's the next Spider-Man sequel called? Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, Far yeah. From Home. Yeah. Well done. Add up the scores. Who's got what? I got nine. I think I got nine and a half. Nine. Eleven. Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd just like to thank my fans. So uh, in 11 years of Marvel films, you scored 11? Yeah. It's one it for each year. Yeah. yeah. it's great. So what do you think of the quiz? That was a good quiz. Fantastic. Good quiz. That was a solid Perfect quiz. Perfect quiz. I hope you're very long at home. Yeah. yeah. Give us your answers and tweet. Yeah, let us know how much better at bloody quizzes you are. Yeah. Anyway, but that's the end of the show. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much, Matt and Dominique. So thank you, guys. Us. Yeah. We'll uh, have to have you back on soon. It has been a pleasure. Mm. Every time a Marvel film comes out, we'll get these guys on. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. No? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. But we've got to look something forward to. This is not Marvel related, though. What's that? Pokemon Detective Pokemon, Pikachu! Pokemon Detective Pikachu! Ryan <laughs> yes. Reynolds! Finally! Oh, yeah! Yeah! Uh, look at what you've done to the... Look at what, what you just did. Look, look at that. Oh, sorry, it's really excited if someone excited. else agrees with me finally. Pika, Pika. We'll go pub then, mate. Yeah, we'll go pub. Yeah, sweet. Sounds good. Do. Anyway, right, cool. You make sure to follow us at screen underscore bucket on Twitter and North Arts FM at North Arts FM on Twitter and Instagram. Can I plug? You can plug. Am I allowed to plug? You can plug. Okay, awesome. Uh, if anyone's listening, that's the end of the show. Yeah, you're still <laughs> No, joking. Um, yeah, if anybody's listening, please go and check out my band, Electric Black. Uh, we have an album coming out at the end of the year and it'd be awesome to see some of you guys at some shows. There we go. Do you want to plug anything, Dominique? Yeah, sure. This is not cool like Matt over here. Uh, but I do have an Instagram where I'm trying to branch out and I will be featuring some Marvel cosplays into it. Ooh. And I think we got Sir Adam over here helping me out with some oh, yeah, of the future. He forgot. He's so cool. <laughs> but yeah, look forward to that. And my Instagram is at the Dominique Amour. Very good. Yeah. Cool. And right then. That's us. Uh, we'll see you in a fortnight, everyone. Tally-ho. And oh, download the podcast if you want to hear the spoiler version. Ooh. Yeah. We're getting in depth. Right. Screen bucketeers disassemble. Mm-hmm.